No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. This episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by 
I thought that up real bad. This isn't brought to you by Cola. It is later. This is brought to you by Define Premium Cannabis. Mountain Dew. Wow. Are we gonna keep that? Hell yeah! yeah. Okay, fuck okay. it. We're brought to you by Define Premium Cannabis, guys. That's right, guys. D F Y. Because he Ryder's smoke smoking weed. weed. I actually haven't smoked any weed tonight. This is sober Ryder. Mel. Wow. <laughs> Tell me a story oh, about yeah. what you got in the grinder over there. Ooh, I have Mad Scientist by TJ's Gardens, and this is a nice twenty-four point sixty-two percent THC, point um, zero six. Uh, percent CBD and it is available at Define and let me just tell you cannabis it is mad indeed it yeah. is pretty well, mad that is some I, mad I must weed. say something it, it will be av- it'll speak. be available next week at Define Premium Cannabis yeah so if this you guys are a, listening so this is a sneak peek sh- ooh so. a preview and I like it so far guys I just grinded a nice little nug and smells all about that grind I grind it because when I want to taste the flavors I want to it's, it's you gotta break it up par- properly, you know. It's just like tearing something up or chiseling something. Right? Public service now. Releases all the aroma. That. Exactly, and, it and then it gives you a little bit of keef too. And, and uh, can we can we get grinders? At, uh, we can at yes, you can actually. I got this grinder here from Define Premium Cannabis. So if you want to get yourself some of that premium cannabis head over to the location in hillsborough where apple works or the location in forest grove pick yourself up some of this stuff man because i'll tell you what it'll it'll hit you right in the (laughs) boo-boo right yep well right right in the the best best possible way (laughs) very nice or if you got aches and pains you got you got stuff that's bothering you you want some topicals or some edibles for the weekend or for the week to get you through the through the grind or (laughs) get it through the grind or 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 maybe you got a head boo-boo. That's right. Maybe. so. We treat all kinds of boo-boos. Aches and pains. You do. Really? Yeah. All right. So go over to the location in Hillsboro or the one in Forest Grove. Tell them you listen to No Simple Road. You're going to get 10% off your purchase and a free t-shirt. And And we have a 25% Halloween sale coming up on Thursday. So come visit us for our Halloween. Spoopy sales. There it is, you guys. Define Premium Cannabis is part of the No Simple Road family of sponsors. Simple Road is brought to you by Shop Tour Bus. Hey, Shop Tour Bus. Yay. Yeah. You know what, man? What? You don't want to wear the same clothes to every show. <laughs> I, I I have that problem. I do. Uh, yeah. I do. I, it's it's either the the one shirt that has like the, the farm on it and it says love hate on the back or it's a no simple road shirt or or my CRB. And, and I need to remedy that and start wearing my Shop Tour Bus gear to the shows i do why don't you put them in rotation I, they need those to are get dope the, they are dope and you know what you guys don't be that guy don't be like me don't go to <laughs> don't be like me and go to every show and they're like there's that do guy in say, that same shirt that he was wearing last time you can go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on instagram you can hook yourself up with a brand new fresh clean t-shirt with a grateful dead inspired graphic on the front and you could get yourself a sticker to put on your car because you got those same old six stickers that you've had on your car for yeah, like com- come on. ever. 
So hoodies. You've got room on there. The for coolest me. grilled cheese sticker you ever seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you have, but you have to purchase something to get the grilled cheese sticker. That's true. Ooh. You do, and they have what baby clothes. Oh, <laughs> so baby. And you know what, man? It's not going to come to you in a mylar bag like most places. It's going to come to you in a intentionally, lovingly, and beautifully designed one-of-a-kind box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside. It's going to be rolled up all nice. It's going to have all kinds of surprises on the inside of the box. Surprises. And Husker do's and gigas. And Husker don'ts. Tchotchkes. Whatnots. And it's going to have a bootleg. So you're not just getting a t-shirt. You're getting a t-shirt and entertainment. Ooh. That's pretty dope. They aren't stopping there. They're also going to give you free shipping because you listen to No Simple Road. When oh, you check out, you put in the promo code No Simple Road. They're going to ship that beautifully hand-designed, intentional, beautiful Ooh. box to you for free. For that, free. For free. For free. For free. So, forever and ever? Well, I don't know about forever, but <laughs> as well, long I mean, as they're our partner, they will. Yeah. Well, once you get it's it free, you did get it free forever. I guess they couldn't turn around and charge you in, in, the, in the past. Nope. Nope. Because you wouldn't pay them. It's free forever. All right. What? Guys, I'm just pulling it back. Don't pull it back. Let it go. All right. Let it, <laughs> let it happen. Guys, what? We say it year round, but for real though, holidays are like right around the corner. <laughs> That's the true. holidays are here. Yeah, like it's holidays it's holiday. Here. You better yeah, get your time. people their their uh uh shop tour yeah. bus gear for Christmas like right now. Like go true. right now before yeah. the rush. And uh-huh. when you're checking out in the notes section if you want to give That's a special right. special message to someone, Go ahead and type it in there, and Luke and the roadies over at Shop Tour Bus will take care of that and beautifully hand design a little message to your loved one or your friend or your loved one friend. They <laughs> your will loved, also your loved ones give friend. you free shipping if you put in the promo code No Simple Road at checkout, and that <laughs> will make you even happier. That will make you happy. So you know what? Don't forget that free shipping. What did we <laughs> learn in this commercial? We learned don't be like Aaron and be the guy that wears the same shirt to every show. Yep. We learned that Shop Tour Bus makes really cool Grateful Dead inspired merchandise. Yes, indeed. We yes, learned that you're going to get that box shipped to you for free for using the promo code No Simple Road. Yes. Don't forget that you can do your holiday shopping there. Yes. Yeah. And you can get a grilled cheese sticker. And, and you should probably cards. do your holiday shipping like soon, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just saying. And if you're not sure where to get them, get them a gift card. Send gift that card. gift card on over to Okay. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Here we go. ShopTourBus.com yeah. and get more, more than, than you, you bargained bargain for. for. More than you bargained for. More than you bargain for. for. There it is. No simple road. No simple road. No simple road. No simple road. Osiris. Hey, what's up? This is Mike Fenoya, host of Amigos Podcast here on the Osiris Network. What is Amigos Podcast? Well, I am a stand-up comedian, writer for True TV's Impractical Jokers, and a music freak. So I invite my pals to come talk music, comedy, and everything in between. So uh, if you want to come hang, we'd love to have you. Thank you. All right. And they're off. Hi. Oh, hello. What's up, everybody? Go what? Hey now. Hey now, no simple road family. What's what's going on out there, everybody? Welcome back. It's Sunday. 
We're we're here on the porch. Ooh. Well, actually, it's I take Thursday. that Thursday. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I guys. Take re- that in, back. In All reality, he said was it's Sunday. Oh. Oh. You Wait, said a throne of lies. I take that back. He does it on a throne of lies. We <laughs> Everybody Sorry. out there, just know that we're calling it out right now. Yeah, and we're silly tonight because we're get we're actually what it's. Thursday night, excited. and we are recording the intro for Sunday's release. And, and so, what getting, I was gonna say, we are getting ready. What are we doing? We are right we're now. Go. Yeah. I, I'm I'm trying to. Apple was in I'm the middle of talking. Over. What's that? Yeah. What are, what are, what are, what are we doing this weekend, Grandpa? I don't know, Grandma. Yeah. It's, it's got to be a certain kind. Well, of I'm way going we to a concert this? this weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. Gonna what? go see Story so far. Sweet. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what? I think we're doing something else though. We're we're gonna we're we're going to my daughter's wedding. Oh, oh shit! That's what oh, it was. Yeah, that's I thought happening. we were going to my daughter's wedding. Okay, we're going to our daughter's wedding. <laughs> yes, and we are. Wow, we're going to Sydney and Adam's wedding. Oh, fuck. so right now, as as you're wow. listening to these words on Sunday, the No Simple Road family is all over the world. Yeah. I'm on well, my way back. Mel's in Vegas. Apple's in Vegas. We just did the wedding last night. It I'm was sure awesome. there's pictures up already on yeah. Instagram. Well, th- we're not going to cheap it out. We're going to totally do a wedding e- episode, but holy shit. Well, let me just and tell you, since it is after the wedding, technically, guys, I had such a good time. <laughs> me too, <laughs> Guys, you that did. was so you cool. Little, right, you your outfit oh was on point. It you, was. All of our outfits were on point. This mm-hmm. could be very confusing to a new listener. Oh, well. Okay, well. <laughs> Welcome. Better go back and listen to last week. Welcome to the show. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We've only, if anybody's like listened this far from all the way to the beginning, congratulations, yeah. guys. Like, yeah, thank well you so much. Like, I, we haven't addressed that. You guys have stuck in here with that's us a lot for. Of, that's a lot of time, guys. That's yeah. Like, that's like over 200 hours. I want to well, address, address something. Okay. I've gotten several direct messages lately. Saying that people have found the show within the past like four or five months Mm -hmm. and they started at the beginning and are almost caught up. Yeah. And those are the people that like, wow. Yeah. You. It's power listened they netflixed it and or what netflix and chill (laughs) yeah binge that's what i meant to say but yes same thing and and you know what thanks man yeah Yeah. that's fucking rad and i'm glad that we got to spend time for mainlining our life that's weird it is it is weird but you know what's cool is that like they're they're supporting us and by listening to the show and they're interested in our life clearly otherwise they would have tuned out a long time ago true yep right so you're interested in what's going on and this is the biggest event of my life right now hey right now oh okay like right, right, right now, now. <laughs> doing that right now okay. yeah yeah that's true <laughs> there's is- nothing more important than that right now Mm-mm. baby we're the literally world. It's, it's <laughs> baby the world. we're like all of us are involved in this that's we true, man. All yes, are, tomorrow we all have an appointment to do the exact same thing, and that's go to Las Vegas. Yeah, get on a plane and Vegas, baby. Vegas, Vegas baby. baby. Yeah. You know what? It's a trip too. Like that. This week started. This episode started with total silliness because this week it's Jesse from Old Salt Union. Jesse, shout, shout out, out Jesse. 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 And, and the whole band too, but yeah. Jesse, we love you, man. Yeah, we're going to catch up with them. And we get very heavy at 
towards the midpoint of this episode, we get into a very heavy conversation about mental health. Well, midpoint through the rest of the episode, mm-hmm. it pretty much stays heavy once we get there. Yep. And uh, yeah, Jesse was a great person to talk with. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. just so we could have gone all night. Yeah, oh, yeah. just Absolutely. really open and and if I felt like. <sighs> after talking to Jesse, mm-hmm. like you got to work through some shit mm-hmm. and yeah. he's like a soulful person. And I loved, loved what he said about pop music. Remember the, that? Yeah, that was really cool. That was really profound to me because, you know, I grew up on pop and loving Whitney Houston and freaking like, listen to pop. I still I listen know. to it and love it too. To freaking. I love NSYNC. I was happy to go see Hillary Duff. Like those things excite me. Oh my me. God. Hillary Duff. I Dude, Hillary Duff. <laughs> man. Hillary Duff, Aaron. Remember Hillary I Duff. I wasn't even taking somewhere. anything back then. And I went to see Hillary Duff with Sydney and I had a like spiritual experience didn't i go with you no oh that was hannah montana my first ever (laughs) first ever concert was britney spears i was three years old britney shout out see right on writer i Mm -hmm. still work it bitch you know what (laughs) that's what that is writers like theme song oops i did it again (laughs) that's right around the house every day oops i did it again 100 percent. you know what though like i said it's fitting that this started off silly and and funny because you need that contrast in life of the funny and the sad. It's the comedy and tragedy of life. And I think that the episode that we did last week with Cactus Jesus and this episode, more than any episodes that we've done this year, like we've done some amazing shit, talked to some amazing people, had amazing conversations. But I think that these two episodes the subject matter is the most important subject matter that we've gotten into this year just because of everything that happened with Neil and the epidemic that's going on in the music community and in the world today. And, and then also, yeah, it's not just, it's, it's it's, worldwide. It's, it's, but it's it's highlighted in our community because we see it. Well, like if if somebody popular, it's a bright light. So it makes a huge impact, you know, this is a great interview because you see the swing from, because it, 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 this is a fun interview, like all of them. It's funny. Yeah. We we started off just, Jesse was just so open about everything and what you guys will hear is that, yeah, it's pretty amazing what happened. He's a very frank person. I, I very much appreciate that. And their music is amazing. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Old Salt Union. There, the, the, you guys got to check. They them were out. just in they, Denver. And there's a lot on YouTube too. There's some really good performances you can see of them doing their thing. And they're it, just, it's they're, way they're cool. amazing. Yeah, it's, it is. It's really it's cool different to watch. than anything. It. They're one of those bands. They're very visual. To see like Jesse's facial expressions and the joking that goes on between all of them during during their sets and the sense of humor of the guys in the band like it's and whose it's birthday was it when we interviewed it was jesse's no, no, was no it, it wasn't, wasn't jesse's. jesse's it was, he was um, oh that's right crab legs and Ra- something Ryan, else ryan i forget Shit. whose house he was at but yeah it was okay well one of the band members yep. birthday. happy birthday we and say it in the, in the yeah, episode we talk about it here you know mel you brought up something and i want to address it you said if somebody's new to the show, they're they're well well done because <laughs> you made it this far. So I I don't know if you've listened to the show before. Like I take it for granted, and I I actually thought about that this week quite a bit. Like with the advertisements that we do, yeah. like it, 
for the people that listen every week, they know that stuff and it could seem uh, redundant to us because we do it all the time. But there's a lot of people that haven't listened to the show before that are hearing that stuff for the very first time. So it's always new information as far as we're concerned. Yeah. And so if you've never listened to the show before, part of the deal with No Simple Road is that you're <laughs> getting a two for one every week. Two for. You're getting an interview or a conversation with somebody that is not part of the crew here. And then you're also getting the intro part of the show, which can sometimes go for an hour. And that's us. And you're hearing what's going on with us in our lives. So if you're here and you're wondering, like, why haven't they gotten to Old Salt Union already? Yeah, like I clicked on the, well, the episode well, said Old Salt Union. Guess what, my friend? You're in part A. One <laughs> <laughs> A. Part A, subsection three right now. Part, part six. I And I just want all of you to know that I... For me, like if I was a listener, or and I am a listener, I to was, no, yeah, it, yeah, I am a listener. To no simple road. I like that. I like that. Like, I get more of the thing that I want to listen to more than you yeah. bargain. I, I almost <laughs> said it, and I and I stopped myself. I was like, no, don't, <laughs> don't steal the tagline. When you're saying, that, I was thinking that a few weeks ago. We quit a long time. I remember we started. We used to always introduce her. Like for a new listener, they wouldn't know exactly who. We, we never say that. Like this That's is true. Like That's this is Apple. This is Melanie. Well, we this do do it a, in the in the interviews most of the time. Well, yeah, we do in the interviews when we introduce oh, yeah, ourselves. That's true. Go ahead, man. No. For all you new people out there. Okay. Yeah. Hi, this is Apple. <laughs> no simple road. <laughs> wow. Now, you, why y'all getting all <laughs> you blushy and Because you listen to me. I had a good idea. <laughs> this is Apple. Hi, everybody. You listen. Thanks for listening. I implemented your idea yeah. immediately, my Dude, friend. It's the most happiest time of the year. It's okay. I'm yes, gonna it be is. Santa and everything. I'm gonna be Santa at the wedding. I'm gonna be bad Santa Ooh. in Vegas. Ooh. Apple. Apple is our resident. Um, he does like the research part of the show while we're doing the interviews. He'll be looking stuff up. And um, he and I have been friends for ever. 1100 years. Yeah. I think uh, you since old, we were, old since people. Since we were young children. 37 and, years. Yeah, 37 God years. And we all crap, live in Portland I gotta go together. to bed. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> Where, where's my it's sweater? getting late. Where's my sweater? Uh, <clears throat> Ms. Schaefer, would you like to introduce yourself um, to the folks out there? Sure. My name is Mel, Melanie, Mello. Melania. <laughs> <laughs> I've got several names, but I think the one I like the best now is Mel. Because it's the best name. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's the best. Mel, Mel or Mello. And I am the mama of the house, and Aaron and I are um, BFFs. Partners in, all, in crime. Yeah, in all areas, and we hold it down. Been married 22 years Yeah, almost. we've been married 22 years. Right now, I am holding a bag of crystal. Um, Whoa. Crystals. Ooh. No, crystals. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Like, like yes, stones. clarify, this is an audio medium, yeah, Sorry, guys. <laughs> Quartz. Yes. I, sometimes Quartz. I, I yeah. say things that <laughs> are what I mean, but don't. <laughs> you guys aren't here don't to see it. Don't <laughs> necessarily come across. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm holding a bag of stones, like crystal stones. Mm hmm and they are going to be in Sydney's bouquet when she walks down the aisle. Sydney so is our I, daughter. I'm giving it mama love while we are recording this. And I am one fourth of the No Simple Road crew. 
and one fifth. Don't forget Darwin. Oh, he's right I, I here. do forget Darwin because he's right here. Darwin and I are one in the same. So. <laughs> they, yeah, they, let's have good, uh, okay, nice cover. Thanks, Mel. Let's have Darwin introduce himself. Well, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Darwin, and I'm Mom's voice, but I also have another well, voice. Um, I, my favorite thing is to <laughs> poop in the house and eat it before anybody gets home. <laughs> I'm also a junkie with trash. If you leave trash out, I can't help it. But when you come home, I know that I wasn't supposed to do it, but it was so good. (laughs) (laughs) I also like knocking people's microphones over. (laughs) Wow. Thanks, thanks, Darwin. He just jumped up. I guess I've had enough. Darwin is our faithful dog. He... He is uh, a he, okay, mastiff, yeah, a you mastiff guys, German Shepherd mix. He's 115 pounds. He's a fucking moose. Yeah, you guys were probably picturing not the right size dog. He's a fucking big dog. <laughs> All right, Talkie, your turn. Oh, um, hi, everybody. <laughs> wow. I'm Ryder. I'm sorry about this week, you guys. I, they're I'm not all They're not apologize. all apologize. Don't apologize. This is a fantastic episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ryder and I am a little stinker. I don't know really what else to say. Um, wow. I'm the nephew. I, uh, I'm a nephew. I'm the I'm nephew. A stinker. Yeah, I'm a are. little, I mean, it's accurate. Yep. Far out. Yeah. Thanks, Ryder. <laughs> Oops. O- oops, he did it again. Ryder is the, the resident millennial on, yep. on the porch. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> I bring a fresh perspective. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Wow. I, you know and, what? And, and Sir Conductor? Hi. I'm Aaron. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> wow. That's I'm, I'm actually not an alcoholic. That's one of the few things I'm not. Um, I My moniker on the show is the conductor because I... Because he runs the show. I run the shit. And um, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, you bowling like I, that? I, yeah, that's right. You run in the streets because you made electricity. <laughs> I well that too. Oh, and you drive um, trains. You know what? I've been on a thirty-year journey of exploration of jam music and music in general, and been married to Mel for twenty-two years and two awesome kids, and created No Simple Road, and the whole family got on board, and here we are, and here you are, and now you know who we are, and and if wow, you actually listen to that whole thing, thank you. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of that going on this week for some yeah, reason. I don't know, know what's up. It's funny because early on, Aaron, Aaron would be like, this is not a typical No Simple Road show. And he'd say that typical. there's no such thing as a typical show that we have. We have somewhat of a format where we have an interview and an introduction, but we talk about whatever we want or whatever is in our life, whatever comes up in our mind, whatever is like sometimes what like you guys will write into us will be topics that we talk about or yeah man we just talk about things that are in our every day so on that note i want to discuss something with you guys that happened and see what your opinions are you already know about this i talked to you about it today um last week we did an interview with billy b cactus jesus and if you're interested in psychedelics it's a really really information packed cool episode you should go listen to it after you listen to this but i made a post uh on instagram an audiogram which is like a clip from the show with our graphic behind it and the clip that i posted was uh 
part of our conversation dealing with the first time that Wait, Billy. Quick. While we're talking about the family and usual things on this show, this is Darwin drinking water. <laughs> uh, yeah, our, our producer, Justin, that's his favorite part of the show. He needs fresh water, too. Anyway, so I made this audiogram post. And it, the subject of the audiogram was Billy's first time taking DMT. And it was up for a couple of days. And when I woke up this morning and I opened up Instagram, they blocked me from accessing my page before I read this notice that said that the post was removed because I had violated their terms of service because we were selling illegal substances. And, and at first I was like, Oh shit. Like, cause Instagram is a big deal for the show. And then I, I thought about it for a second. I was like, well, it's like if you're over at somebody's house and you're doing something that they don't want you to do, they can kick you out of the house. Mm -hmm. So I was not mad about it. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. They didn't even take the time to check the context. Well, that's the thing though. They word them, they might say it in a specific way to tell you that that's why they took it down, but in their terms of service, they word it in such a way that it's vague as hell. If you're Nobody's just talking about it. Nobody's taking the time to read it. those 20,000 like pages. Down what they want. Yeah, if right. it, it doesn't matter if, if you weren't specifically selling drugs. You were it's mentioning un, it falls underneath yeah. that but, guideline. But on the flip side of all that, it made me feel weird because... That's censorship. Oh yeah, it's like, a huge deal. Big time yeah, it's right uh, now. Yeah, it's not. It's happening to everybody, yeah. not just you. That's never happened to me before. Well, it's happening now, and it, it was shocking. Uh huh. Yeah, it, it's shocking. But I mean, also you're using a platform that they're providing. I mean, there's. I've heard that the it's other a, argument. It's, it's it's a it's not a private thing. It's a public thing. Well, except it is a privately guide. owned company. Yeah. So then, then they, they can, can do, do they, they can they determine the yeah. terms of service. Yeah, yeah. they, they determine the rules. It's not, there's a certain line of freedom of speech. Freedom yeah. of speech going out and saying what you want. Yeah, you can go out in your front. Different. Yeah, people you, can censor you in newspapers, news, magazines, yeah. platforms. Think about like if you like interview that. somebody, you sum up what they say. You don't put down verbatim what they say. And it it made me it it made me stop and take a look at like the world because. The the content of this show a lot it goes into that world. We talk about psychedelics all the time on the porch, and and with our guests. And so it made me. I I've never felt like that before. Where like it something that we said was quote unquote controversial. Like what us? Well, that's because we what we exist in our bubble, right? If, yeah. If we said. Any, if you said half these things at work, you would get fired. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Okay. You're true. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, Mm -hmm. We do talk about controversial stuff. This yeah, our community does. It's, yeah, I can't believe you're surprised by this. Because we're truthful. <laughs> no, yeah, just used to the truth. I, it just and never. Being open it just never affected me before personally. Like I've never had somebody say, "Hey, you, you in can't, a serious way, you can't yeah. say that." Like, what do you mean I can't? I can fucking grown ass man. I'll say what I want. But, but on the flip side of that. And then they're like, you can say it, but we and you're we're gonna unplug you. Yeah, you mm -hmm. you can say it all you want, just not on our platform. So I thought that was weird that that happened. So today. that to me yeah. says, watch your step. Number one. Yep. It number two, don't take shit personal ever. That's it. 
you can't take things personal. People always come in from weird ways. That's and, true. And specific, like it, it really is a huge thing with Instagram specically. Like mm-hmm. I was listening to this podcast and Facebook too the other day. Yep. Uh, Same the, company. The she goes by. She's a, a social media influencer now. She works in sports. Mia Khalifa used to be a porn actress. Trying to get away from that, it ruined her life. Um, Instagram hides her. You cannot search if you search her name. You cannot find her Instagram post, and she's just trying to make a living. Like she does sports shows. It's, it's happening with the cannabis too. Mm-hmm. All the cannabis posts. There's a lot of stuff that gets flagged that you, you'll get taken down. That's so weird, man. It. I mean, I guess it's part of the world that we live in today, yeah. and, and it's part of the game, and yeah. is what it is. But it, like I said, it's just something that happened. We're talking about our week and whatever, and that happened this morning, and I was just like. And really mixed emotions about it and i let it happen because you can you can contest it and like well hey that wasn't you know yeah. and i did that i sent it in like hey that wasn't what we were doing we were having a discussion just so that they know what's up i yeah. nope they don't give a shit no but that's likely. a record well yeah, that's not it. true mm. that they don't give a shit because they put a halt to it yeah they mm-hmm. do give a shit I think that I'm look, I'm always down for conspiracy theories and thinking that people are doing some weird shit. But in this situation, if we don't like it, then don't be on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's go it. See the other Instagram. You can absolutely go to Twitter and post whatever you want about DMT. They don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's other. Yeah. There's other avenues there. And it, it just, and, it, it, and the thing is, it doesn't always have to be about the, that content either. And yeah. it just makes me think too, like people like Jesse, that we were talking about them writing music and I wonder how often they struggle with that, with lyric content and video content that they produce and put out like. Oh well, yeah. And if you think Instagram is bad, YouTube is a oh, I've heard, whole I've other heard about ball game. Whole nightmare that's going on over there. Oh my Lord. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It just, it, it gave me a different perspective on things i saw a side of the world that i've never seen before so it was a trip that no simple road got affected by that and well we are no simple road baby yeah i know it's a trip that no <laughs> simple road got affected by that yeah we're shaking things up what on my microphone again all right well you know what man i i think it's a good thing at least the conversation is out there they nobody can take down the podcast that we did so yeah that's good at least in this point in the space-time continuum yeah. that hasn't happened yet for now for now, for now yeah totally so listen quickly <laughs> yeah. while we're on the subject um, if you Binge. think anyone else like if there's anyone else in your life that you think would enjoy this podcast please 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 tell your friends about this oh. pass it on okay check this out i had an idea today and you guys out there that listen bum, to the, bum, bum. you guys out there that listen to the show you can you can write in and let me know what you think but you know, like bands will have street teams or festivals will have street teams that go out and do stuff for them. Like, I actually go, don't go, know what that means. You don't know what a street team is? Nope. So do like a, a festival is. will hire street team workers a few months before the festival. If you uh, volunteer as a street team person, they'll send you collateral for that festival and you go out into your city and post flyers or or stickers or whatever hand stuff out to people tell them about the show kind of like sago did they were like mail it like 
to all their fans. Like, here's yeah. a stack of posters. Yep. Go th- slap these up. And you That's get into street the show. And so I thought that would be cool for No Simple Road to do that. Yeah. Whoever wants to do that, just write in at info at nosimpleroad.com. Oh, yeah. Tell us you want to be part of the street team. I'll mail you a fuck ton of shit that you can go send. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. I don't know. What okay, first of all, we'll guys, you he will not of, send you a fuck, a fuck ton, ton of, of shit. shit. No, I think he might. Aaron will uh, not do that. No, I think he might. He will he might. No, yeah. Some flyers so that you can put and, up. And I'll send you it a bunch of stickers a, and flyers and stuff. Maybe it might be a fuck ton, stuff. guys. Just get, no, a bunch. I, I like. Okay, here, I'll rewind it. If you guys write into info at nosimpleroad.com. We will send you a media package in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> if you request That's a fuck perfect. ton, we'll send you a fuck ton. Of, <laughs> thank you, Ryder. A fuck ton of media pack. <laughs> but you do have to request the fuck ton. All right. Somewhere in between those two wow, things is okay. what you're going to get. Yep. <laughs> so I just thought that would be cool. Like, because we all know people that would dig the show and sometimes you don't think about telling them when you see mm-hmm. them or you go out and you do something and you're like damn i wish i had biz- i've had people say i wish you guys had business cards that i could hand out yeah and that would be cool so if you're into that let me know man i'll, I'll send you stuff and mm-hmm. you can go to the next show and and stuff out for no simple road and we'll create a huge groundswell of love and grassroots movement yeah, we can movements, do more guys. things more things more things like what apple Huh? Like more merch and traveling more. Guys, out there I want to do live shows. Around the country. Let's do live shows. We're working on it, Ryder. Yep. I know. Oh, no. Well, you know what, Apple? You just said the M word. The M word? Mm-hmm. Media package? Merch. Oh, merch. Oh, we, got, merch. we got a bunch of merch up. We'll do the well, business. Well, wait a minute. Did what? we get that taken care of before we... It's cool. Mm-hmm. Everything's cool. Just once? Just or? Do, yeah, I had a problem with one of the hoodies, and it's taken care of, and... It, it's good. Yeah. We're it, all it, square. It was a one-off, and it happened to me. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad it didn't happen to anybody else. It happened to me, and they took care of it right away, and it was awesome, and the customer service was on point. But the point is, go to nosimpleroad.com and go to the gear tab up at the top of the page, and there's a whole bunch of merch. There's hoodies yeah, and hoodies T-shirts cool. and... Um, guys, there's beanies. Uh, no, there's not. No, there's no beanies right anymore. Oh, never. M- no, not right now. We're we're waiting on the beanies till never we get a better mind. supplier for beanies. But there's hoodies and t-shirts and stickers and stuff, and you guys can hook yourselves up. Or, you know what? If you just want to hang out with No Simple Road, you can go to Facebook and go to the No Simple Road family group. Hang out over there. Or Reddit also has a No Simple Road community over there. R forward slash No Simple Road. Yeah, and we also have a Discord server. And what else? Go check us out on Instagram. Yeah. Mm. At No Simple Road. Thank you, Ryder. You're welcome. Uh, what else? Um, Go on over to Apple Podcasts and give us that five-star review. Absolutely. So that's the five stars and a review. Guys. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. We got a couple shout-outs we need to do, too. And I, I had something I needed to read. I read this to you last week. We'll get, go ahead. Somebody. So, you know... Most of the podcasts out there, including this one, have Patreon. And that's the monetary way that you can support the show. But I'll tell you what, man, even more than that is doing the reviews on Apple Podcasts, leaving the five-star reviews. You don't even have to type anything. You can just leave the stars and, and move on. That is huge for No Simple Road. That is like $1,000 every time you do that for us. So it's really, really, really important. You but guys. not to belittle... 
the Patreon. No. We have a backlog of Coffee Talk episodes that you can only listen to if you're how much? $5? No, just at any amount. A, any, dollar. any amount. Cute a dollar dollar you want to donate a cute dollar? You get to listen to all that extra content, guys. Mm-hmm. And it's up there, and it's just waiting for you. So if and you're interested, shit. go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road, become a Chan donator, which is what we call... People that wow, I actually we haven't said that word in a very Chan long donators. time. We have not talked about Chan they donators, guys, and they always will be as much as they as can. As much as they can, <laughs> <laughs> fresh festivals, fresh, fresh festivals, fresh ahead, festivals. Wow. Yeah, what do you, what you got? Uh, th- this was this was something I got. It was a DM on Instagram, and I don't do a lot of Instagram really. <laughs> if you follow me, you know that. Uh, anyway, this was written in Hi Apple. I know you from your podcast, and you guys are doing the Lord's work. I am fascinated by your guys' lives out west in the land of milk and honey. I am in the panhandle of Alabama and Florida coastal area. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say thank you for finally mentioning widespread panic on a recent episode and saying you want to see them. I have often wondered why you guys never bring up such a seminal band in our scene. My wife and I, I see as much panic as we are able to see. We're on track to see 10 shows this year, and they are on fire. Oh, yeah. I hope you and the good people of the porch will go see them when they tour out your way. For sure. Maybe even Red Rocks, and talk about what you think of their music. Continue being cool, and the content <laughs> is solid. Your musical brother, Neil Jackson. Let me just tell you. Oh, thank you so Neil. much. Neil, Neil wrote this on on October 17th. I didn't see it until a couple of days after, and I've been meaning to respond on there. So I just wanted to read this and say thank you, Neil. And he's in a band called Southern Heartburn. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Go, it's a That's right. Check him out, like dude. We, we're checking you out. Neil, we'll have to uh, t- communicate and... Thank you very much. That you had, was awesome. You yeah. had one other thing you wanted to talk about, the jewelry thing. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. Jen. Another shout out. Yes. Another shout out to, to listeners of ours. I saw Carrie again yesterday. He comes in to define premium cannabis and so comes Carrie. and visits me. And I just wanted to give a shout out. <laughs> I lost it here. You're a sorry, trained professional. Jen. Darwin, you really got to knock that off. I'm sorry, okay. but you got to stop. So, so uh, Carrie and Jen listened to the I show, and I just wanted to tell people to check out Jen. It's J-E-N underscore A-T underscore, and then Forest Lily, L-I-L-Y designs. She makes jewelry and really cool little things like like for essential oil holders and stuff and beautiful stuff. So just check it and out. That, they're, they're part of the they're part of the family. They're, yeah, they're uh, part of the No Simple Road family. They came Come in to define. The, they so visit they the, the show. and they do really cool work. And we're going to hang out with them sometime soon. That's so. really cool, dude. That Why they are you did talking that. Over Apple? I'm asking him a question. He's talking at me. Yeah. <laughs> or at each other. Oh, no. They, so, came, yeah. in, they came in and, and said yeah. they listened to the show? Yeah, and Carrie's been in several times and everything. And we met him. I forget what show it was. We met him for a moment at a mm, show recently. I think I remember that. At String yeah. Cheese, I think. Uh, it might have no. been. Or Russo. Okay. One of them. Well, man, I mean, that's a lot of stuff. There, You know, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, <laughs> Define, Shop Tour Bus. That's a lot of things going on, man. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. You can, like, also, like, if you just want to get a Sharpie and write No Simple Road on some walls, that's super cool, too. I, I don't Spread. condone you yeah, defacing public property. Don't do yeah. it, Ryder. Don't do it. Don't See listen to Ryder. 
I'm the one that no. needs it. What was it you said? Uh, I told you I was a little stinker. <laughs> oh, he brings a he brings a fresh view. Yeah, He's I the do. Go paint on things. Yeah. All all you old salt union fans that are listening to this kerfluffle here, I'm. I, you know what, man? They, again, thank I love you, so you guys, much. and thank Thanks you so for much listening. for listening to the yeah. show, and and welcome to the No Simple Road mm-hmm. family. Welcome with all our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get you to the interview, man, and. I'm going to say this one last time before we go. Congratulations to my daughter and my new son-in-law. You guys are the fucking most amazing couple on the planet, and I love you so much. The bee's knees. You are the bee's knees, the cat's pajamas. And you know what? I am honored to be grandpa in Mm. this family. I'm honored to be granny of the family. Yeah, man. This is wait, the wait, best time of our life. Grandpa? Because of Jasper and the world. You involved too? So, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I know this isn't your typical No Simple Road intro. Oh, my God. If you guys are wondering at all who the baby of the world is, just look up at Jasper. No. Or no, at Baby Critic. Can we throw in that sound clip right here? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Jesse. From Old Salt Union. You're the beginning of Hamlet. You. I am. You are. It was me all along. You killed Yorick. I did. <laughs> I caused the whole thing. It was right. It was, my, it was me you know the that? whole time. It was. What'd you do? Killed Hamlet. I killed him. Oh. Well, his his uncle. I know you killed his Piglet. Dad? He killed Piglet. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> he killed Kenny too. Yeah. Yeah, you bastard. All right, me bastard. Jesse, here we go. Jesse, ring 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 it's ring gonna, ring. It's gonna not ring. Oh, hey, it, it is, is ringing. Hey, it's ringing. Look at that. Hello, hello, Jesse. Aaron, what's up, man? What's up, bro? It's been a long time coming, like I said, be a Yeah. Thank, oh, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm going to let the crew introduce actually, I, themselves. Uh, actually, I'm here. Hey, before you do that, I'm here with uh, with Ryan Murphy, banjo player from Old Salt as well. Oh, yeah. oh, oh cool. cool. It's Ryan's birthday today. Yeah, oh, happy, birthday, happy birthday, Ryan. Woo. Okay. I, 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 uh, I coke. I took Jesse over with uh, King Crab Legs in uh, Delmonico Ribeye. Oh, shit. And then ambushed oh, him with an interview. My, uh, Thank my you. Chef, so my, yeah, my brother's a chef, and he cooks amazing. He's also been like half-assed our tour manager through Denver and a lot of places. Wow, and you guys you home. guys got it made. You got a chef for a tour manager? I'm fucking uh, coming on tour with you guys. Uh, first off, first off, we just did our taxes today. We do not have it made. Nope. No. Oh, no. No, you don't. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. No, as a matter of fact, you lost money last year. That's what I heard. Yeah, oh, we, we lose money every year. And, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the lady at the, she's like, you guys pay this uh, $3,000 every year? I said, unfortunately, uh, yes. Actually, I'm on the run from the IRS, as it, as it turns out. <laughs> Aren't we all, brother? Yeah. Join the club, my friend. All right, let's do this. You first, Apple. Let's do it. Okay, the, this is Apple. Thank you so much for joining us, Jesse, and for Ryan joining us on your birthday, dude. Thank you so much. We've been listening to you guys a lot and love what you're doing, and thank you for joining us on the porch. Man, thank you so much for having us, man. I, I know it's been a little tricky trying to uh, 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 coordinate schedules, but I'm glad that we uh, eventually get to do this, man. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, and welcome to the porch, guys. Happy, happy, happy birthday you fellow libran ryan 
Um, this is my favorite time of year. Birthday season is the best. So oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us on your birthday. Well, uh, what's funny is I, uh, every night I, I introduce the band. I say, uh, channel fiddle. That's Justin, my mandolin. That's Graham on guitar. And over there on his 37th birthday is Ryan Murphy. And I've been saying it for the past year because typically it gets us one to two extra, uh, James and chefs. And, uh, <laughs> and, and also, uh, it, it kind of uh, it kind of brings everybody together, like we're experiencing something together. So, uh, on the post that I made today on Instagram, I said, "Well, if you've seen us in the past year, uh, it's been Ryan's birthday every time, but today is actually his birthday." <laughs> it's real. Mel, Mel kind of does the same thing. Well, I, okay, wait, let me back up. We all kind of do the same thing yeah. in this house. We have a birthday. We have a birthday month. So it's, yeah. your, it's your birthday. So well, he, now, has a, he has a birthday year. And now we have cool. birthday season. Yeah. <laughs> Introduce yeah, yourself. Exactly. Oh, this is, uh, hey, I'm a writer. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Right, right. So, yeah. yeah, man, like you said, it was a little little difficult to coordinate and all that. But you know what? It doesn't matter because we're here now. It really doesn't matter. And, and honestly, like, just, just via our text, um, I knew it was going to be a good conversation. And I was really looking forward to uh, to coordinating, and and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm glad we're here. Yeah, me yeah. too, man. You you guys really have kind of blown my mind a little bit with what you're doing. It's it's very different. We were just listening to the new album, and uh, shit, I can't remember what song it was. It's the second to last song on the album. Help me out, guys. Promise uh, uh, Land. Promise Land. Pro- That's on. it. No, Promise Land. You nailed it. Um, yeah. And we all had our headphones on, so we couldn't hear each other. And Apple and Ryder were talking, but I couldn't hear what they were saying. And then when the song <laughs> stopped, I took off my headphones and I said something to Apple. And he was like looking at me like, oh, my God, I just said the exact same thing to Ryder when we were listening to the song. <laughs> Is that it? You, you have to say that it's bluegrass, but it's not bluegrass. It, it is and it isn't. Yeah. It, it's something. No, it's-, it's something different. Yeah, what I, well, I mean, well, that's kind of the thing is like, I mean, we, we none of us grew up listening to bluegrass, uh, except for maybe me. My dad was a bluegrass player, but um, but really, we, we kind of all have these. I produced hip hop for a lot of years. I was a jazz major. You know, we have all these different influences, and I, I think one of the biggest things that we're interested in doing is, uh, which is very hard to do with with with, with string instruments, is create an ambiance, mm, right? So yeah. w- when you have pedals, when you have effects when you have all these other things going on, you can create this ambiance that makes you feel something. And with string instruments, it's really tough to do. And I think that was kind of the, the idea with that song, and I wrote that song. Um, but, like, my idea was, like, okay, so how do we evoke emotion um, that's not straight straightforward bluegrass? How do we evoke emotion, you know? And how do you, like, how do you put people into um, this mindset that, that, that sets you up for the rest of the song? And uh, it is tough to do. it really is tough to do with 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 no effects with no you know. Uh, Why was and, that your goal? That, uh, well, well, again, like I'm not really a, a bluegrass musician. I, I love pop music. I produce hip hop. I, I I love um uh I, I just love being sad. <laughs> well, and, okay, uh, it's called doing it doing it however the fuck you want. Well, I was no, just like, and yeah. I was I was telling well. I was, well I, I love I, I uh, as a lifelong depressive. I, I love being sad, and I and I find comfort in that. And it's really tough um, in bluegrass or in string music to evoke 
sadness, I feel like. And I, and I mm. haven't heard it very many times. And, and sadness is one of the realest emotions to me. And it, it, it's the one that shows you a lot about yourself. It shows you a lot about the people that are around you, how they feel. And it's like, okay, well, how do we, um, as, as, as bluegrass players, uh, for lack of a better word, evoke that emotion without saying a word, you know? And, uh, and I, and I think that was like my goal on that song was like, okay, we, we, we all got to play a role. Let's all do something in particular. You know, Ryan, our banjo player is playing these, uh, weird, uh, harmonics, John, John, our fiddle players playing this kind of weird arpeggio. And then we're all just kind of satisfying this role to invoke sadness almost, wow. you know? And, and, and it's, it's, it's tough to do. It is tough to do it, but, but it's something that like, I've, I don't know. I just, I kind of strive to do it a little bit. With, you guys, with maybe even, you guys do it ahead. real well. You guys kill it. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. I was telling, uh, I was telling Aaron earlier, uh, it's funny that you guys say that you like pop. I was just telling, I really like uh, pop punk. And I was saying you guys are kind of yeah. to the uh, bluegrass scene that pop punk is to the punk scene. It's, it's I, I love it. it kinda, well, yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, one of the first, the one, of, one of the first bands I was ever in was a pop punk band, you know? And, I was and also they're, saying they're, that your voice would do, is like really solid for, for pop yeah. punk. <laughs> so, so hell yeah. No, I, it, that was like, I mean, that's how you learn to harmony. I mean, like you listen to the Blink or Newfound Glory or, or yep. all these bands that were, were were big, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And uh, they teach you how to harmonize. They teach you how to, to you know, you're, you're kind of tapping into to your emotions a little bit. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a part of it. There's not that big of a difference. You had a drummer, Tenny Bluegrass Band. I mean, they're a pop punk band. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, it, 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 it's really true. I mean, like these, these fast-paced, uh, love songs about you know whatever like I mean there's not a whole lot of difference you know yeah, yeah. and it's funny what and you so, say too so, yeah it's funny what you say about like beat sadness and difficult to evoke that emotion with bluegrass music and I think one of the reasons is the tempo and then sure. but, but if you really listen to the lyrics of bluegrass music that's some sad shit man that's those stories yeah, are sad you know Oh, you're right, dude. In country music, um, as a genre, American music in general is a sad genre of music. You, you think about the most mm-hmm. the most American music you can, which is blues, rock and roll, um, jazz. You know, like they're, they're all very sad genres of music. You know, and, and it's, it's again, I can't stress this enough. It's like the most important emotion because it shows you what you're capable of. It shows you what what you're made of. It shows you how you can feel and uh, and and. Uh, I actually just had uh, this conversation with my girlfriend last night. She is the opposite of that. She wants to hear positive music. She wants to, you know, she wants to be a positive. And uh, and I was listening to this uh, country song last night, and she told me to turn it off. Like she didn't want to. Hear that. <laughs> I don't hear that shit. But, but yeah, but but for me, like for me as a, as a songwriter and as an artist, like I I want to feel that. I want to be able to mm. tap into that um, because I think it's so important. It, it, sadness in general. Is, is probably the most felt emotion that we mm. all. I mean, because when you're happy, you don't notice you're happy, but when you're sad, you know sure as fuck that you're sad. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> fucking true. You know that's that? Yeah, yeah. true that. Yeah. And, and and it's like a lot of people can can relate to that, and um, I, I've always related to that, and and I, I you know like, and and really a lot of times I'll write songs in spite of it. 
You know, I'll write songs that's like, yeah, fuck what, you know, fuck that feeling that I'm feeling. I want to write this song. You know I'll what I mean? You. Like, yeah, I'll say exactly right. Exactly well, and that's, right. that's my favorite thing about, about genres like, like bluegrass and pop punk. Like, yeah, it's, the lyrics are sad. Absolutely. But like, if you're just, if you just kind of jam out to it, it's upbeat and you can still feel positive to it. If you're not sure. feeling the sadness. Oh, without, dude, without a doubt. One of, one of the, uh, one of the songs that we, uh, that I talk about a lot with, with positivity and negativity. Cause you know, we, we talk about this shit a lot. Um, is the, the song, Hey, Ya by outcast. Right? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Um, from an outsider's perspective, it is a happy, you know, you're clapping along, you're, you know, but if you look, if you look at the lyrics, it's a very, very dark song. Yes, it, you know, yeah, it about, is. About about love and heartbreak and all. And like, I think that juxtaposition is is one of the most important things with with music. Mm-hmm. It's like you take it how you want to take it. If you want to be uh, sad to that song, you can. If you want to be happy to that song, you can. And that's the most important thing about art is you get to <laughs> you, you get, get to, be to the decide. Yeah, you get to yeah, feel it. You get you get to decide what it means. You know, and that's why like, a lot of times like people ask me about certain songs that I've written and I, and I don't want to really get into it. No. I, you know, it, it, my, my job was done when I recorded it. Ooh, and now, now yeah. you get to decide what it means. Well, it's, make, it's like a personal and making it it's personal to you. And as a listener, it should be personal yeah. to oh, us. For, you know, like one of my one of my least favorite things is like, you know, I, I'm kind of a dog in, in, in trying to figure out the meanings of songs and shit and me and too. a lot of times it works in my disfavor because, like, I'll I'll hear the artist be like, "Oh yeah, well, this is what it's about," and I'm like, "Fuck, that's not what it was about." And, and, and then and it ruins it. Kinda, it. <laughs> yeah, it ruins the fucking dude. Song, I've man. done I've done that with Grateful Dead songs. I've, a perfect yeah. example is Franklin's Tower. I, that song meant something yeah. completely different to me. I went and looked up what it meant. It's about a bell. That's why I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't look at that. I, I've never been that yeah. person. I don't go looking out for the meaning. I listen to something and that I pick the meaning the first time and people are like well do you know it means something else i go well i don't really care That's that much yeah it, well it's like trying to it's sitting down and eating a meal and me trying to tell you what how the food tastes to you you know what i mean that's delicious to exactly. you oh fuck i don't you cooked it i don't know, you know? <laughs> but you guys you guys did something really special with that man with the just i'm talking about that song in particular right now promised land like it, there's a depth to the music that I, I don't typically hear in listening to bluegrass music. And I don't know if it has to do with what you're talking about right now or how you produced it or both, but there's a, a thickness to the music. That's not, it's, it's bright and it's still, there's depth there. And I kind of like Ryder was saying, like pop punk pop punk yeah. stuff, like, and you could tell that there's some, is there effects there, like on the vocals uh, and stuff? Well, I mean, there's always going to be a little bit of reverb. Okay, um, but but what but what we started doing is John, our fiddle player, was a classical major, and like what we try to do um, that I think is is the, the dramatics of chord progressions. Uh, we take songwriting very seriously. You know, there's a lot of bands in this genre that um, you know that they, they kind of just. Uh, play the role. We're singing about the mountains. We're singing about this. We're singing about that. And they kind of just they kind of pick words out of a hat a little bit. And I'm not going to name names because I, I I love everybody that's doing anything positive for this genre of music. But um, but for us, I mean, uh, we're songwriters first, you know, and, and mm-hmm. we always have been. 
And from from the inception, it's like, you know, we're not the best pickers in the world. There's people that blow us the fuck out of the water every day of the week. Um, but what we care about is getting this idea across. This song is important. The song is important. It's not, it's not about how great the solo was. It's not a, you know, it's about however, whatever the solo is that lends itself to, to the song. The craft and, of uh, it versus the, yeah, the technical I, I, skill. I mean, we, we, really, we really visualize, um, and, and again, I'm not trying to talk shit or, or trash about anybody, but it's art to us. Mm. And, it, and it, it is for real. Like, we're not fucking around, dude. Like, it is, it is legit art. You can tell. That's and fucking rad to it, hear it you across. say that in that type of a passion. Yeah. Because, yeah. No, dude, it's yes, important, man. It is. And you, yeah. by, by you guys, like... <laughs> treating it as something like reverent like fuck this is my like art this is what i'm putting my soul into it falls on your ears the same way mm-hmm. it comes across well that dude honestly that that means more than you will ever know um because it's very serious to us man like it's like yeah we have fun on stage we we, we you know like we like to have fun we like to joke around but like i i just and even in popular music or, or, or any genre of music, it's, it's like the art aspect, I feel like, um, sometimes takes second, uh, second mm-hmm. string to whatever else the, the, yeah. the angle is that people are trying to, to portray. And I don't know, man. It's like, it's like, I got nothing else but this, you know, oh, I got shit. nothing else but, but, but to, but to, you know, this is the only way I know how to present myself and this band, like, it, it it means the world, you know. I don't, I don't know. It's, I don't. It's weird. Maybe you're it's the same. It's not weird, man. Same. You you know what's up. Yeah, and you know how you're yeah. gonna live. Totally, and you you sound like the same kind of person like me. Like you have so much going on inside of you. It, it, you're in your head a lot, and that's the way that you can get it out. Like that's the that's the pressure release valve. Oh, for, oh, without a doubt. You, you know, like I'm I'm a pretty transparent person, like. Uh, we can you know, tell like at, at, <laughs> at, 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 you know like at, at christmas i'll, I'll tell <laughs> my family about the time that i accidentally did mess you know like i'm just that kind of you know accidentally I, I'm, I'm that kind of well <laughs> <just> yeah <laughs> i thought it was coke all right mom <laughs> exactly yes sir exactly right <laughs> we've all been there i, oh, no, I have I not uh, okay yeah i'm sorry me but, and Aaron but, have been but, there. But, but that's just the way you know i i think transparency with art is, is so vital it's mm. so vital and there's a lot of now now there's a there's a breaking point where you know too much about a person so you expect a certain thing out of their art yeah and uh so in the same in, in the same breath i i i want to be mysterious you know mm. and, and we do we all do mysteriously yeah. you're true. you're very true nobody says that but well, i agree with well, that it's like it's like um it's like uh seeing leonardo dicaprio in a movie right uh you know all of leonardo dicaprio's situation you know who he's dating and so when you see him in a movie you see leonardo dicaprio you don't see the character that he is trying to portray oh, you know yeah. so, so there, there's wow. this weird middle ground where you're trying to be transparent with what you mean and what you feel but then you're also trying to be quiet about who you really are you know what i mean yes, yes. i do but the, so being the way that we are and you being who you are like you know you said you're a hip-hop producer and in pop punk bands and stuff what prompted you guys to make a bluegrass band like how did that happen 
dude, honestly, nothing. And, and <laughs> <it's more organic. laughs> I, I, I swear, I swear, it's the most or, it's That's the most organic right. nothing that ever existed. Like, like there was there was no reason. Like, I we all had pretty good jobs, and we were all kind of in between projects. And as we were sitting there, and, and, and I, I met a lot of these guys, most of the band. Um, for the first time when we sat down and played, like I was the only upright bass player they knew, <laughs> you know, like, and, and we sit, we sit down and all of a sudden something's happening. And then we had our first show and like something was happening. And, uh, and I don't, I, you know, I don't know the, the recipe to, to success. Uh, no. because I'm not, I'm not necessarily successful, in, in any, but, but there was something there and that made us all be like, well, fuck, but let's just, see this through you know like let's figure it out um so yeah i mean it was nothing I, it, uh when i first started this like i didn't feel any any way at all more than i felt about hip-hop or jet like no way like i was like well this is something i'll do maybe i'll make a couple bucks like um but i but i think what that breeds is like this very organic spring process of creativity where you're like yeah there's no it's not high stakes you're you're just there you you're know? not trying and, to be uh, anything no you got freeness ex- yeah. exactly exactly and uh and I, and I think what it what it lent itself to was like this very organic spring way of creativity and uh and i found over the years that um i, I feel i don't know it, it's a very strange feeling but uh but i love it you know and, and now all of a sudden i'm this fucking country guy <laughs> i'm like uh well, getting my truck, you know, like. If you were a dog, Jesse, I would have to say you're a bulldog. <laughs> like you are <laughs> tenacious you and moment, like right? strong, and like I just see you like not even barking mean, but it's like like announcing what shit you're gonna see like come one come all to the great like i just see this amazing character that you are not a like, carnival barker no, no. not a character hey, like well, your, your person oh, like we strong well i appreciate that appreciate uh it. and i'll tell you stories that one time there was an uh, artist from a uh, cartoon network that came to a show and uh she was like i just had to draw you and i was a rat what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, like you look, you look just like a rat. I drew you as as, as I saw you. I was like, oh, do you, shit. Do you say like, thank you to that? Or do you know what, what show sh- she was working from? I mean, I mean, it, it was a cool drawing, so I I, I had to appreciate it. <laughs> but uh, I was like, no, I don't think fuck? you're so a rat. I, I, I appreciate the bulldog compliment. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I don't know, like just just by talking to you and the way that you carry yourself and how you you feel about your music and like. You're just, uh, you're all the right parts of a strong creator, man. And well, I just feel that from th- you guys. There's something to it, too. Like he's saying it that you guys didn't start anything with a preconceived notion of how it was supposed to be or not trying to be like any other thing that was out there. You were just doing you, how the music came right. out of you guys. So there's no, sure. like, there's no there's no script for you to follow. And it's funny, I can I can relate to it, man, because... When we started this thing, like it, it was never, it we never planned on anything. We just sat down and started having conversations with people, and right. then and then something right. happened. So we're kind of following it, and I understand that the following, the organic nature of a thing, is really, I think that's the the goal of all art, isn't it? Oh, I mean, without a doubt, a hundred percent. And the, and the thing with art is like. 
whether you like it or not. That that's the point. You know what I mean? Like whether you like it or not, that that is the point. And um, and like the thing the thing with us, even this last record, like you know, you think like, well, we, we got to try to kind of make this certain crowd happy. We got to try to kind of do this. And and I think we did it a little too much on this record. But what it what it set the set the standard for was for our next record. We're not going to do that, you know. Like, yeah. we're, mm-hmm. I, and, and I don't know. I, I think everything's a, a, an ebb and flow, which is a shameless plug for one of the songs on our record. Mm. Um, but uh, but it, it is that, you know. It's, it's like we we've been in this jam scene and and trying to fit into this jam scene that that we were never really destined to to be in. You know, I mean, we're, we're like I said, we're a songwriting band. We need mm. to be on tour with songwriters you know we don't need to be at these hippie festivals that now we it's not to say that we don't appreciate it and it's not to say that we don't love being there like we have a great time every time but there's a glass ceiling on jam grass music or bluegrass music in general and and Mm. just knowing the guys that are in our group like we all have these very grandiose um ideas you know and and we want to Break that glass. Is is there is there a a scene you guys are trying to break into, or are you just trying to You're just going, going yeah. wherever you're going? Well, well, I don't know. <laughs> and like that's the thing is, like, there's not really a blueprint, particularly for like string music. There's not like a blueprint. Yeah, you have Mumford and Sons. You have you know the Women Ears. Like, okay, so do you go full? Retard, <laughs> you know, like never like, go full like, retard. Like, well, that. Like, uh, <laughs> what what I wanted to say about your yeah, music, Jesse, is, is one thing I love, and we were watching it, and I've played it before. I've watched it a bunch of times. I love the where you guys played the Kennedy Center. I love watching live. I love watching you guys live, the jam in the van, you know, all the stuff you guys have done. And one of my favorite things that most jam grass, bluegrass do, the way you guys pass it around. It's, instead of a band, it's more like a team where everybody does a solo and everybody in your guys' band sings sings great. I just love to see that where it's passed around and you see the brotherhood and you feel it, the emotion of that. The where I was playing it out here for Aaron and Ryder and where Aaron was like, is that still them? Where it was totally classical. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah, yeah. It was totally classical on the fiddle. Then all of a sudden you guys, the other four, you jump in and you turned it from like class, beautiful, classical, emotional into another emotion that does you guys do that so well, the transitions. And I, I well, thank you. I, I mean, I love honestly, it. It, it doesn't come naturally. You know, it, it's one of those things where you have to have the right group of people around you. Um, you have to have the right creative people around you. And, uh, and, and it's honestly a thing that we've been working on our, our entire, I mean, as a jazz musician, it's something we work on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's tough. It doesn't come natural, but when you have the right group of people, it does, you know? And And I think we're kind of starting to figure that out. So Jesse, you were saying that all of you guys have these like grandiose ideas. What kind of. What what's the uh, name a couple that you have yeah. or something that you're reaching for or I mean it, clearly it sounds like you're trying to almost even not I don't want to say start a new genre because we've talked about this plenty on the show genre is dead yeah genre is dead like it's freaking enough's enough yeah but like I know what you mean with the jam grass and the 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 hippie festivals I know what you mean like a certain kind of not everybody goes to a jam festival <laughs> a certain kind of group goes to that festival. And they're looking for a certain kind of thing. Yes, they are. So, yeah. Right? So, like, they're creating well, something. I, Go ahead. I mean, that's the, thing, that's, 
well, that's the thing with pop music in general. It's like, it's, it's, I've always wanted to be a pop musician for, for a few reasons. Um, there are no boundaries. I mean, if you look, if you look at any, any point in popular music, it's like you have like OMC singing How Bizarre, and then you have like Brian Setzer Orchestra doing Duke Two Riot, you know, and then you have wow. Christina Aguilera. There's no rule. I, and I think, okay, I, think I just got to thank you for that. <laughs> that perspective because that is not what most people most people you're right the, at least most people that we talk to in general want to stay as far away from that as possible and i never thought about pop like that it no, is me it's, either. it's that's, just an that's open a revelation for me yeah. no dude it, it really is and, and if you listen if you tune into whatever the top 40 radio is it it, it honestly is the most freeing genre that there is so um because you say pop music um some people bring up elton john some people bring up Britney Spears. Some people like pop music is the most strange genre that there is. Wow! And so, wow. so, so when you know people ask about like, what, you know, it, it, it feels a little weird to be like, yeah, well, we're a pop band. You know, you don't want to say that necessarily because it's it, it kind of it has it, a certain it, kind it of connotation. Evokes, yeah, exactly. It evokes a certain emotion in, in certain people. But, but honestly, like I think that is the most strange genre that there ever was because it's the most malleable. You know, and, and so if you're talking about grandiose ideas, uh, I want to be a pop band. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. You know yeah. what? Now that you said that, like I'm, I'm thinking about some of the artists, like pop artists that I know. And I, the first one that came to mind, I don't know if this is really a pop artist, but like David Bowie. Bowie was different every time he came out with an album. Madonna. Yes. Madonna. Bowie is absolutely yeah. pop. It Elton John. It, yeah. It was different every single time. And nobody said shit. No. Everybody that that was a fan of Bowie is a fan of Bowie. Well, not, you know, not, maybe some exactly, few diehards. You exactly. know, no, that's exactly right. It's, it's like when when you label yourself as a pop artist, you can do whatever you want. And, and it's John like Mayer. if we label, it's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, exactly right. Oh, for sure. And John Mayer, I just saw him a couple weeks ago uh, uh, in St. Louis, and uh, I've always been a John Mayer fan. And uh, it's weird, like other other people in my band have not because. But once he started playing with the dead, all of a sudden everybody's like, yeah, John Mayer's book's great. <laughs> that, was, that was all of us. That yep. was me. Yeah, I always loved freaking John I've, Mayer. I've always loved him, too. Every year he's done the Dude, crossroads it, it's like, it's thing. Not, man, I, I'm telling you, it's it, it, pop is just a freeing thing. Well, you like, know? And it's like one of my ahead. favorite bands, Panic at, the, Panic at the Disco, every single album they've put out is a different, quote, genre. And everyone Dude. that listens to them fucking eats it up every time. Including Dude, myself. The one thing that I'll, the, the one thing I'll say about Panic of the Disco that I think they did better than anybody that's ever done anything <laughs> like anything ever is that when they first dropped uh, a fever you can't sweat out, um, their whole package was on fucking point. It oh, was yeah, like the dialed most in. amazing Dude, it was the most amazing um, like marketing situation where they had these this like early American, you know, nineteen twenties uh um uh, what, what's the word I'm gonna flapper style kind of yeah dude it, it, it was really the most amazing and marketing they, and they immediately took seen. over the whole market and then for the rest of yeah. their entire career could do whatever they wanted without consequence exactly <laughs> no and, 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 I, and I always I actually brought that up Old to our manager I brought that up to like people like listen uh, when, when you drop a project which we've dropped many projects that weren't fully thought through um <laughs> That's how we learn how to drop good ones, man. <laughs> yeah. 
actually where the dogs don't bite our last record was the first one that we actually put thought into where we were doing things with gateway pets and we were doing things we you know we had dog collars and you know we were like trying to think outside the box um but but i i, I do reference uh panic of the disco a lot um uh, Mostly in jokes because uh, Justin, our man, one player, is a big widespread Panic fan. And every time he references Panic, I'm like, oh, you talking about Panic of the Disco? Is <laughs> <laughs> that a good way to piss off a widespread Panic fan? You know, one thing, one thing that we've learned talking to string musicians is that there's like a, there's beef in the community with like traditional bluegrass and then newgrass and then jamgrass. Like they got beef with each other. Have you run up against that at all? Um, I, I think it's natural. Like, um, I think let's, let's take Billy Strings for instance. Right, he's blowing the fuck up. Yeah, he he's, is. He's huge. He's huge right now. Right, and I, and I think it's natural to where like we kind of have like as a band we have the same energy as him. Um, you know, we have this this kind of rock <clears throat> approach to string music, and I think it's natural to to almost be jealous because there's only so much room in this genre for for people to breakthrough i mean they're uh, just honest there's only so much room you know and and if you look at like the past 10 years right everybody has their moment but then it passes right, right? like yonder yonder mountain string band was at the top of this shit and then now like we went on tour yonder and, and it, it's just not the same you know they're fighting the fight again you know right and now green sky green sky was the, the shit and then billy strings is is taking kind of their you know so there's only so much room and so i think in our genre um, it, it's easy to look at those people and, and be envious. Right. Um, now, to, to answer your question more straightforward, yeah, there there definitely is the the, the split of like the traditional blue hairs, which is what our old guitar players used to call the old heads that like traditional music, the, the blue hairs, right? Um, and and the, the progressive people. But what I will say is that as a jazz musician, it, it's the traditionalists that suffocate a genre. Because they think there's one there's there's one way to do it so there's one way to do it and then all of a sudden like with jazz um, it became more of like an academia situation whereas like you know in the 20s 30s and 40s like the coolest dudes were playing jazz right the coolest dudes Miles Davis you know you talk you, the coolest dudes were playing jazz Coltrane and then at Sun some Ra, point yeah. yeah Coltrane fucking Count Basie like Duke Ellington like the coolest dudes were doing this shit and then at some point like these nerds. Uh, started yeah. like over analyzing, and then they took over, you know, and mm-hmm. and then they suffocated the genre. Like now, now it's like you have, you have to know. You know, if you don't know Tony Rice, if you don't know all the licks of Bill Monroe, you know, you don't. And I feel like that kind of started to happen in bluegrass and, and newgrass and, and whatever. Right. Um. But but what, where I where I will commend Billy Strings in, in, in particular is that I think he's continuing to make it cool. Is he's saying fuck all that. And I, I don't know if you guys have heard his latest record, but oh yeah, oh yeah, it, he, he's kind of he's kind of giving the middle finger, especially on songs like Home, especially like and we we are too, we are too, you know what I mean? Like we're just not as as up there as Billy is right now, um, but I mean we're giving the finger, like dude, we can you can the coolest people are the people that push the genre. Yeah, forward. I agree. It's and not, it, it's, you know, you, this you, is you, to the traditional people though. Yeah. What happens is that the way you keep a tradition is by keeping it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Instead and of so, enforcing it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so the it's yeah. that enforcing part where it's like, well, no, you literally have to be there for 20 minutes, not 19.59, 20.59. 
right. two zero zero zero. So there's something to it, like a recipe. You want two cups of flour, not two point five. So right. I get where they're coming from, but like yourself pushing things then from the status. New. Exactly. There's yeah. nothing new. So we need both. We need the staunch well, 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 and we need of, the you know what that's I'm saying? Kind of the thing. No, for sure. And that's kind of the thing is like, is like uh, the blue hairs. Pardon my. Uh, <laughs> I like good, it. Man. Yeah, like you can it. keep it. <laughs> but they're, oh, they're only thinking about the, what, their lifetime. Like, okay, right. so mm. yeah, you're, you're, you know, let's say you're 60 years old and you're saying, I don't like traditional music. Great. Well, it's going to die with, you know, it's yes. going to die with. And, 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 yes. and, and what I said, what I said one time was, um, if, we're, we're kind of the, the appetizer for bluegrass, I feel like. I feel like if you um, see us and you're not in the bluegrass, we're kind of like... So So if one person finds out about Bill Monroe through us, I feel like we're doing our job. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel well, like we're doing our job. I was just going to say that to you, man. Like, you know, you mentioned there's only so much room. But on, on the flip side of that, when you got people like Billy Strings out there, they're bringing awareness to the thing and so people that may oh, have sure. never given it a chance are now listening to it like we, we were just saying that about john mayer look what john mayer did joining dead oh, and dude, company. Right. he there revitalized are... the grateful dead scene yeah it's a, oh for sure yeah. yeah it's it's crazy and i mean you want to talk about giving the middle finger have you heard the new Sturgill Sturgill simpson, simpson album? i was just sitting over oh, oh my dude. gosh it's amazing you know what we, me and uh, you know, we drive a lot, so we actually listened to it the other day, and that is exactly what I'm talking. Like as as like at some point, Sergio was thought of as like the savior, you know, with Jason Isbell, with like these other, you know, these other guys, like the savior of country music. Mm-hmm. And so for for Sergio to put out an album like that, which is like as bluesy and as indie as it was, I, it, it's phenomenal. It's it, it's so good. And I, and I actually watched the interview with uh, Sergio on Joe Rogan the other day, and I, I couldn't have been more, um, like, on board with anybody. Like, I was like, dude, fuck yeah. Like, that's exactly what you need to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. make people guess. Make people wonder. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you know, uh, Sergio produced um, um, Tyler Childers' record. Right. right? The, the, uh, the Purgatory record. And Tyler Childers is as good as it fucking gets. You know what I mean? As far as his voice, his songwriting, like all this shit. It's like these are the people that are taking country music back into their wow. possession. You know what I mean? Like, yes. And, dude, it's, it's fucking important, man. Yeah, so it important. is. You're and like, so I, right. And yeah, it's, and it's, it's, it's getting rid of a, a, a stigma about country music because I never listened to country music. Everyone says that. Yeah, like for, for almost my whole life. I listen to everything, life. but I don't listen to country. Yeah, for m- pretty much my whole life up until, I mean, like a year ago, my little sister started listening to country music and I kind of like started dipping my toes into it. But it, it's it's really the new kind of country music really killing that stigma. And I now I'll go and turn on the country station on the radio and it'll like old country will come up and I'll sit there and listen to it and enjoy it. Like it, it's kind of wiping the slate clean. Yeah. Definitely. No, I, I agree, man. You know, I wonder too, like, with everything that, that we're talking about, you know, it, do you find it like it's a struggle to get it out the way that you want to get it out? It, it, do you feel pressure to, to make it be something because you're a string band? Um. 
I think that, like, I, I think, again, like, I think that, like, being a string band kind of limits uh, you to, to, like, what the message you're trying to get across a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, and I think in general, like, like, popular music in general, like, you have a certain amount of time to keep people's attention to get your point across. Mm-hmm. And 3.30. And particularly... Particularly in our genre, um, people just want to dance, you know. And, yes. and I'm not going to generalize uh, the, the, the crowds that come to our shows, but you know, a lot of people are are having the time of their lives on on drugs or on drinks or on whatever. And it's like you you can't really. It's like they're not going to. You can't expect them to like sit there and like fawn over your songwriting. You know what mm. I mean? Yes. Mm. I, I don't you, know. It, you, it's a, you, it's have a, you ever played in a listening room? What is Dude, that? honestly, like, listening rooms are... What is that? Uh, are, ...are super intimidating, but they are the, some of the best shows we've had. Um, for, right? for, a couple, a couple of, for a couple of reasons. It's like, um, we're all genuine dudes. We all like to laugh. And so, like, when listening rooms happen, it, it's almost like a comedy show. You know, we like to tell jokes. We like to tell stories about our songs. Um, unfortunately, you know, listening rooms can only get so big. So it's like when we talk about the glass ceiling on our genre of music, it's like, yeah, okay, well, how long can we do listening rooms before we're burnt out? Or how long can we do listening rooms before, you know, we want to, we want something more. Right. But listening rooms have definitely, uh, been a, been a, it's an important part of our, uh, makeup, you yeah. know, it's, Mel, it's I, being, yeah. being fun. I don't know what a listening Jesse, room is. Jesse, none of the guys, none of the guys know what a listening room is. We're all looking at each other. Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> well, do you want to? A, a listening room is a room where you don't clap, you don't cheer. The exactly. the band or the performer has your undivided attention. No cell phones. No waitresses bringing drinks. Like you get your stuff, you sit down. Nobody's talking during drums. Nobody, in space. no, and you appreciate <laughs> the art of the music or the performance okay. or the right. dance. I like that. That's I'm really on board. Fucking right. cool. I love and that. And so that's why. I said that just because what you were saying earlier, like sometimes um, you can really get that type of um, emotion from a performance in a listening room that you were talking about that sometimes but, it, you, but it's smaller crowd. Yes, that's okay. Yes. Oh, it, it, yeah. I mean, there's no way you can get a, a crowd of 500 people to, sit to be quiet. Yeah. Be quiet. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, listening rooms are, are typically smaller, and and they're 100 of attention is on you and. Typically with listening rooms, there'll be like an MC. It's like, listen, it's a listening room. Uh, we, we no talking. If there's a cell phone, take it outside, like whatever. And it's a super intimidating thing because, well, yeah. you know, coming from us, like we kind of start as a bar band where, you know, we're kind of playing to a crowd that basically doesn't give a fuck about you. You know, they're, they're just kind of happy you're there in the background to where there's 150 people, 200 people that are giving you their undivided attention. And, uh, it can be super frightening as an artist because you all of a sudden you start to hear the holes in your, you know, like your yeah. performance, like, ah, shit, like that, that, uh, that needs to change that. But also it's, it's very important, you know, it's, it's important to, to, yeah. Oh, for sure. And, uh, but that, but that's where the, the songwriting thing comes into play. Right. The, the people are listening to the shit that you fucking cared about. You sat in your basement and you wrote this song because you cared about it. And, uh, and there's, it's some of the most rewarding shows, you know, like where people are coming up like, damn, what, 
you know, what did you say in this song? Like, what did you say? How, whatever. And, uh, it puts, so a, it puts it, a highlight on the craft more, more yeah, than, more than the sure. experience of being quote unquote at a show. It's highlighting the craft of each song, making you pay attention to the thing as a whole mm-hmm. instead of getting lost in the experience. Hyper focus. Yeah, well, th- that's the trip. Well, well, it's like it's like more of the it's more of viewing music as an art, which I think gets lost mm-hmm. a lot uh, because music is, is one of the purest arts. But it, it's more like going to a museum, a and gallery, at, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, gallery. You know, where where you get to decide how you feel about it. You get to decide with no no chatter no no unnecessary clapping or yelling it's just there you get to decide what what it means to you and and i think that's the, the most pure form of of music you know so, it's almost like, kind of like a headphone experience yeah. but with a small with people crowd, in, the, in the room like, with you yeah that's awesome you know i, I want to ask Dude. you something i want to take us in a different direction if you don't mind yeah uh, you mentioned something at the beginning of our conversation man and i think it's really important to talk about is you said that you're a depressive person but that music is the way that you get it out and there's been a lot that's going on in our community lately surrounding depression and suicide and all that kind of stuff and I'm just wondering man like is that something that you've dealt with your whole life or is that an adult life thing or what oh you know um uh, there was a time when I, w- I wasn't able to talk about it, uh, uh, but I, but I'm in a better place now, and I can't talk about. It. There, right um, um, there um, were moments in uh, 2016, in particular, um, where I uh, was suffering from severe panic attacks, and we and we'd be in um, the desert somewhere. The first panic attack I had was in the desert. We were in the middle of nowhere, and I was driving our bus, and I got super lightheaded, and all of a sudden I thought I was dying. I thought I was having a heart attack. I, uh, I, I didn't, I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And so I started like pounding this pudding. <laughs> so I thought maybe I was like malnourished. Like oh, I didn't know what like the fuck low was blood going sugar. on. Yeah. Like I, I wasn't sure. Um, and, uh, I, I, I was, I, I even told Ryan, our banjo player, I said, dude, I'm dying right now. I'm dying. And I was certain of it. And it wasn't like a thought. It wasn't a, uh, an idea. It was a feeling and I, that I was dying. Um, and what, what that was a, a part of was a uh, lifelong clinical depression that was untreated mm. and, uh, and, and mental health in general, um, uh, is something that I've really, um, uh, dove into, um, it's something that, um, uh, fucks me up a, a lot of days <laughs> and, uh, uh, and do I think that it makes a better art? Maybe sometimes, you know, uh, but to be honest, I, I ended up getting on this. So, so well, the the moral story is that uh, the panic attacks led to this disease called panic disorder, where I was having panic attacks um, continuously every day. Oh fuck, uh, dude! Um, for for about two months, and I, I couldn't leave the house, even in the house. I thought that would help. It didn't help. I was just continuously having panic attacks, and uh, and it was fucking frightening. Man. So it's what a, do you do? Frightening thing. So. Well, you think about killing yourself a lot. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's, that's so. Did you finally the, like reach a breaking point and like, okay, I'm going to get help now, or what happened? Yeah, I, I mean, there, there's two roads to take at that point. There's, there's you, you stop living. 
which was a, a very big part of what I was thinking. Um, or you continue to live for your mom, <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. and uh, and that's kind of the, the, the crossroad that I came to. Wow, and, and you know, no, no, nobody likes doctors. Nobody likes to somebody tell them that way they're thinking is 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 misguided or wrong. And uh, and you have to swallow a lot of pride. And, and what's fucked up about the whole situation is is that I I got on medicine, I got on whatever, and um, I think the biggest problem is that I don't feel anymore and and I think it's affected my songwriting I think it's affected um, the way that I operate because uh, uh, I just don't I can't I, I used to I used to I didn't mind the depression as a songwriter I didn't mind that you know I could deal with that um, but the panic attacks I couldn't deal with you right. know and so like uh, unfortunately I had to, to sacrifice one for the other and uh and so, like now, it's like I just don't feel music the way that I used to. I don't like. I don't really feel. I don't get goosebumps when I hear songs anymore, and fucking bummer, dude. Like it really is. I know um, exactly what you. I used to have to. Uh, I, I was. I took a uh, medicine for ADD throughout most yeah. of high school and all of middle school, and same thing. I just couldn't. I couldn't feel. And that's exactly yeah. why I stopped taking it. Like my my grades dropped afterwards. Yeah, but uh, you you weren't having gnarly. Oh yeah, yeah, you I were did, having though, panic attacks. But attack. I actually right. I started having panic attacks after I stopped taking the medicine. Right, I would get daily yeah. panic attacks well, that, on the way home from school. That's crazy. With the I mean, because like you were just saying with the depression, like all everybody has all of the, most of these symptoms, but. Once you have panic attacks, now it's not mental anymore. Mental is no, a little it's, easier. It's yeah. transitioned Once into it physical. becomes physical, then you can't function. Well, the, th- the thing with panic attacks, the thing with panic, like no matter how bad they are, you're not going to die. No. It's just, it's just, a, it, it is a mental thing. And that's Although, fucked up. I don't know if, and like, if this happened for you, but whenever I, I, most of my panic attacks would happen in the car, which is, which is a scary thing. All, all the time. Yep. And, and we drive all the time. Yeah. And the first one I had, and, and, yeah, dude. And what's, what's fucked up is like, I couldn't drive for like a long time. Yep. I was like, listen, man, like we have like a shift, you know, and, and I'm sorry. And I felt terrible because I care about the people that are in my van and I care about, it's like, I just can't do it, man. Like we'd be driving to the mountains and all of a sudden like, I would, mine always started with, my, my breathing and then I'd get dizzy and then all of a sudden my mind was taken off and all of a sudden I couldn't feel my hands and then all of a sudden I couldn't feel my jaw and then all of a sudden I thought my heart was stopped you know and it's like even if even when I knew what it was it doesn't I don't, make I don't it, know it if doesn't you, make right yeah it, it doesn't, doesn't make like, it yeah up. just because <laughs> yeah. you know that, that this is yeah. this is all in my head but it's still fucking happening dude. Like, yeah man. yeah dude still sucks. I don't know if you still get panic attacks I still will like a couple times a year get a panic attack but when it was really bad i found a really good grounding mechanism that i think helped me because i said i kind of refuse to take medication i i am well, super well, proud if, if of talk, everyone that if, does. You're, if you're if you're talking about the fine five things find five things you're actually touching, yes five, that's five. exactly what i was yeah. talking about <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's been there yep <clears throat> yeah does, yeah. It, does no, it not work it, for you it does um it does I, I still, there, there's at least like, and this is a super depressing, at least one time a day, I have to face it, you know, and yeah. I have to, at least one time, because I have panic disorder, which is 
if, if I even have the thought of it happening, it's going to happen. Down the road. You know, like oh, no. it, it, starts, it, yeah. it starts to roll over and it starts to happen. Um, so, yeah, the grounding thing is, is a very, it does help me. I, 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 100%. And, uh, and I'm back to driving and I'm back to, like, understanding, you know, what, what my triggers are and what. But but the problem I shit is that like there there weren't any real triggers. It just happened. That's you know, and, and, it, and and it's the scariest shit. It's like yeah, dude. Like I could just be having a great day, you know, and all of a sudden Wham. I'm yep. having work. You know, like yeah, it's just there out of nowhere. Um, you know what? You know, man? And, and, and having no trigger to know what to avoid you know what? or something. I'll tell you but. something, man. And I, you don't know me, but I'll tell you that you're a fucking badass. Yeah. You are Absolutely. a fucking dude. you're a fucking warrior, dude. To to have what, to deal what? with that shit and and like soldier through it and figure out what was going on and not give up and fight through it. You're a fucking badass, dude. And pour your heart out uh, too mm-hmm. on stage Fuck after yeah. one of those at- panic attacks. Yeah. Thank you. Well, uh, listen, you're, you're almost gonna make me cry. I don't want <laughs> to. Well, do feel uh, all the emotions, all good, man. man. All of them. Yeah, no. fuck that. <laughs> but, no, you're. He's but, right, but, dude. No, honestly, like I, I don't deserve uh, any any type of praise. That's not true. Way, way, way. Oh, wait a minute, Jesse. Jesse, everybody. Right oh, hold here on. comes Mel. Jesse, everybody <laughs> deserves praise. Remember that. Yeah. And not nobody gets left out of that. Everybody's got something badass or dope or kick-ass or unique or special or amazing about them. And it doesn't matter how you feel about yourself. The truth of the matter is is that you just don't see it because of that mental shit that's and going yeah, on. Our perspectives so it doesn't, are skewed. It doesn't mean that it's not true, though. Like right. that's what I'm saying. It's like what how your brain works doesn't necessarily mean that that's the fact. Like you are, he's right. You're well, a soldier. Um, like it, it, pushing it's weird because like because like I've, I've broken bones. I've been in fights. I've you know been heartbroken. I've done all this shit, and and there's nothing scarier than a panic attack. Dude, I've been will, there. Wow. I will I've tell there, you. Man. Man. Like, I mean, I mean, there. Like I would not wish it on my worst enemies. I would not wish it on anybody. Dude, it is the scariest thing. To go through it Dude. is just, it, the the fact that you think that like this is it and 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 like the first one I had I the, the scariest part was that I was dying without my family. Oh, I was like, yeah. I'm like I, no, dude, like and it was the most real feeling. I was like, damn, I'm about to die in this fucking desert alone, and my mom's not here. You know what I mean? Like it was like yeah. and, no, <laughs> and I'm not saying this for like I'm just saying like no. it is it it is the realest. Yeah, the, I will tell you as. As someone who used to have daily panic attacks and who has been dealing fighting depression for my whole life, like you are, absolutely deserve any and all praise that comes your way. <laughs> Fuck that shit, man. Yeah, you're yeah, goddamn badass. And then, I mean, and to top yeah. it off, brother, like you're getting up on a stage and fucking killing it in front of people. Well, like, you, yeah, man. Yeah, I was so, looking at some of those pictures. So just take that. You don't, you don't have to say nothing to it. Just take it, man. Yeah, it's just all take good. It. <laughs> the, most, the most fucked up part about all of it is that, like, on stage, it, it's not a problem. Like, when wow. I'm on stage, it's not, it's not a problem. Like, I, I'm almost comforted there. And there's been one or two it. times where, there's been one or two times where I feel it start to roll over and I, like, turn to Justin, our mandolin player. I'm like, dude, uh, uh, hang with me for a second like this is gonna start getting bad if, if i don't if i can't mentally take control of it um but but other than that like you know I've, I've been super fucked up going into a show mentally and then for whatever reason like 
just not thinking. I mean, just, it's, it's about getting your mind off it. You know, it's, yeah. it's about it's about not giving your mind the control of your shit. You know, and, it's your uh, mind. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, dude, it is. I mean, unfortunately for me, like mine turns into a physical thing, um, and and I focused on that shit, like because like our guitar player Graham has anxiety and has you know panic attacks, but he they're not physical for him. Like mine turned into a physical thing where I all of a sudden like my body goes numb or all of a sudden I think that I'm having a heart attack and I'm dying. And, you know, like, it, but, but there's definitely certain degrees of it. And, um, but, but yeah, for whatever reason, like on stage, I'm, I'm okay. That's it, beautiful. It, 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 there's something about like the idle mind of an artist or anybody mm-hmm. really just like the idle mind where you talk yourself into these corners and you can't unfortunately talk your way out of it quick enough. Yep. Yeah. Not, so Jesse, like I've, I've, I've been, I've been, yeah. no, I was going to wait for you to finish. I'm sorry. Well, it's like I've been in, you know, uh, I've been in fetal positions in in like a car before a festival, like where there's a crowd raging. Dude, the, you know, and I've been in the you worst know, fetal position. You know, the worst panic attack I ever had. I was on the freeway. I had to pull over because my car was suffocating, and I sat on the against the wheel on the shoulder of the freeway because my car was too suffocating. I just couldn't oh, fucking yeah. be in oh, there dude. anymore. Dude, so, it's yeah, crazy. Uh, it's like. It's like breathing is a big thing for mine, for like my particular thing. It's like, yeah, I have like claustrophobia a little bit. Like, yeah, I have whatever. But if all of a sudden I feel like I'm breathing weird, <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Uh, or if all of a sudden I feel like I don't have enough air, like, damn, like, have I not like inhaled in a minute? You know, like, <laughs> I do that when I'm too stoned. Like, I'm fucking breathing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that, that's why I can't smoke pot, dude. Like, it, it is the number, like, I wish I could. I wish I could smoke pot because I know that there's there's a bunch of benefits and I'm I'm all for the support of the the movement of of, of legalization and all that shit. But like, it's like one of the biggest things. Um, it's like I smoke pot; it only amplifies mm. all the shit that I've already had. Yeah, going I, on. I get that. And, that uh, that's that's when I've had my that's when I've had my panic a, attacks is is smoking uh, smoking oh, too yeah. much and then it trigger oh, it triggers and it and I'm done. Know, I didn't even know what they were when I was used to smoke. Like, I had my first real panic attack sober when I was like 26 or 27. So like, you know, all the years of me smoking pot, like I was having those. I just didn't know what the fuck it was. Whoa. You know what I mean? Like I was, yeah. I was like, you know, like I was having them like, oh shit, I can't, you know, I can't breathe. All of a sudden like I'm counting down the minutes so I'm unhigh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. just like, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I don't I mean, smoke in public. Do you, do you, <laughs> ju- do you use that now? Like, you, you know, you said that it's changed the way that you quote air quotes feel. <laughs> Is that part of your songwriting process now? Is using that? Are you writing from that place? Well, well, well I, I can't say I can't say that I can't say that it's not been for the last two albums because it's, it's a very real and big part of who I am mm-hmm. at this point. So I can't say that it hasn't been, but but I but I certainly don't draw directly from it uh, for two reasons. One, because I don't know how to address it healthy, <laughs> healthily. Yeah. I, I don't know how to address it in, in a. In a positive mindset but um i don't know i i think as i as i get better over time as i start to realize you know this is what it is i i think it probably will in the future i think yeah um but it but it's been such a, such an important part in uh, both ruining relationships and benefiting relationships and you know and that i think that it has a bigger role than maybe i even know yeah man and, um, and you're able to talk about it and be honest well, about what, it that's I was the biggest to part say, yeah like you bring it to bring it all the way around 
you when Aaron first asked the question and brought it back to this, you said there was a time when you couldn't talk about it, but now you're a lot healthier and stronger. How did that yeah. process happen? Oh man, um, I think it's the same with like uh, ending a relationship. I think it's the same with um, you know uh, you break up with a, a girl or, or a man, and, and when you first see them out, it fucks you up. You know what I mean? Oh, when you first yeah. see that they're with somebody else, it fucks you up. But the more that you see that truck in that driveway, the more you see this, the more you're able to be like compartmentalize um, the severity of what you're feeling. Yeah. Like and, ex- accepting and I, that that it's a, th- a thing is the like first real part of. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, it, okay, I address the fact that it's a real thing. Uh, I'm aware that it, that that it's gonna hurt. Um, but the more you see it, and the more it hurts you, the more you kind of are just like, okay, I know this is gonna suck. I can I can deal with it now. I know the ways to deal with it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I I don't know. And listen, this could all change tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. No uh-huh. shit, right? Yeah. I don't feel like this is you definitive, I mean? like, Jesse. You don't have to feel yeah, like that either. I don't either. think it defines <laughs> you, man. I, yeah, I, I, I wonder, like, too, I, I could get, has, it, has it brought your band closer together? Well, I, I think with any group of close friends and close people, um, for them to see your shortcomings and for them to see you in, in, in the light where you're defenseless or you're weak, I, I think it does make things stronger, and I think um, you know we're we're a five person marriage. You know, we spend yeah. twenty four hours a day with each other, seven days a week, sometimes for months at a time. Like these these are not just my brothers; these are my like you know, these are my family. This is my yeah. relationship. You know, and um, I, I think what it has done is, is you know typically I, I you know as a as a depressive person in public, I try to present myself as this stoic person. And, mm. and I think it, I think it has, you know, and you, you see this in, in everybody in the band. They all have their short time. They all have this. But, you know, the more that you can break down and show somebody that you're afraid, man. Like, everybody's a fucking afraid. Like, yeah. Life is scary. And you, you, you deal with it how you can. And to have four brothers that give a fuck about you and they give a shit about you. It's like, huge. Well, yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's a game changer, man. It really is. Mm, you know, and, awesome. and also, like, like Justin, Justin, uh, main limb player was the first person when I first had my first panic attack. He's like, I thought I was dying. I had no idea what a fucking panic attack was. I had no idea, you know. And he was the first person that was like, Hey, listen, it sounds like you're having a panic attack. I've had one, and it was the first person to kind of cool my my uh-huh. mind a little bit. Yeah. And uh, and so like forever, it, it has strengthened our bond. It strengthened our relationship. Shit. And, right uh, on. Yeah. That's I gotta, I gotta say, thank you for like owning it so frankly. Like just the way you talk about it and yourself, like it's just a fact. And I know it, it wasn't always that easy to talk about, but I'm I'm fairly open about it now. But it's it's still hard for me to talk about, like yeah, at, well, even well, just sitting think, here on the porch. Men- yeah, dude. Like me- mental health in general is a very full pie thing to talk about. Um, just in general. Yeah, know? the conversation yeah. needs to happen. Well, the people that are, yeah, are like, going through it are, you know, it's hard enough for them to fe- feel their own feelings, but then to say it and know that they could be b- being judged or somebody's like waiting with a quick, well, why don't you dot, dot, dot. Just breathe. My dad is the, is the worst. And I love my dad to death. And he's one of the greatest songwriters and one of the greatest people that you'll ever meet. But he doesn't get it. 
right? He doesn't get it. Yeah. He's like, well, you need to start. You need to start exercise. You know, <laughs> if, if you're feeling depressed, like go, like be like, I don't want to get the fuck out of bed. <laughs> like, let's fuck yeah. I'm sure like, you've gotten. I'm sure you've gotten. Oh, it can't be that bad. <laughs> oh, dude, without a doubt. Like, it's, and, and it's just like it's, it's because people aren't talking about it. And yeah. as a transparent person that I feel like I am, it's like as soon as I was capable of talking about it, it, it did bum me out because I feel like people did look at me different yeah. because of it, um, which that, is kind of a bummer. It's true. No, it, but, you're, you're but, right to think but that, also Jesse. Like, but also how yeah. severe, I like how real it was, like, Okay, this is part of who I am, and I'm going to talk about it. You yeah, know, I don't think that's what I mean like, about I'm, being a I'm badass. Yeah, that's that's fucking inspiring. You know, yeah. it, it, this I, whole thing really made me remember something. Like, uh, um, maybe about a month ago, maybe a little more, we were going through some shit. I was going through some shit, and I had a minor little breakdown with the family here on the porch. And our friend Jake and his partner Bryn were here. And I spilled my guts to these guys. I'm like crying with snot dripping out of my nose. Like, you know, just laying all my shit out. And my friend Jake looked at me when I was done. And he was like, wait, dude. So basically what you're saying is you're not perfect. And I was like, well, what? And and I was like, well, well, sort of. He's like, guess what, man? None of us are perfect. We're all fucked up, and we're doing the best we can. And I was like, Absolutely. "Oh shit!" He de-escalated the situation <laughs> so it a quickly. Beautiful day. I'm glad that he yeah. joked. Right? He was like, "He's like that'll be fifty dollars." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that I think that for me and you too, man, that's something that we need to always remember is that well, the only pressure to be perfect really, is from ourselves. You know, I, I just got out of like a seven year relationship, and and so obviously, um, I'm not great. Yeah. Um, right. But Fair. but what what I, what I realized, and I I text text this to a couple people. I thought that it was important, and and I don't know how profound it is, and I don't know how like obviously like my mental thing works a little different. But um, I was happy and sad at the same time, right? And so and and I don't think those are mutually exclusive emotions. Absolutely. And I, I think agree. that a lot of times, a lot of times, like people like me, you know, we're like, okay, well, I'm just sad, you know, but but what I think is important to realize is that like you can be both. Yeah. And a lot of people like try to try to make you feel like, Oh, well that's, that guy's a happy person. That guy's sad. like, no dude, I am both. And I'm fucked up. You know? Join the club, you know I mean? my like, friend. Hell yeah. yeah it, 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 it's a weird thing. And it, it, it wasn't like a realization that changed anything in me, but it, it also kind of made me feel like it's okay to be fucked up. Like yeah, okay. It gives you permission it's, it's, to acceptance. be who you are. It comes back to acceptance. Yeah, exactly. you got to be able to accept the emotions you're feeling and everything about you before you can actually do any work to change it. Yeah. It's, you know, oh, without a doubt. And, and like, as an artist, like, you know, like, I, I want to embrace these emotions. And, like, mm-hmm. I want, I want, like, okay, cool. I'm feeling really, bu- I want to pick up a guitar. I'm really bummed right now. Let's fucking write something that, that means something. But it doesn't always transpire like that. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you got to, you know, what's that quote? If you're going through hell, keep going. You know, like, <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes you got to, you got to like, you got to get through it so you can look back at it. And then, then maybe art will transpire. Like maybe something will make sense, you know? And, and as an artist, I've struggled with that a lot because like I, I, I'm an artist who beats myself up pretty much 24 hours a day, you know? And, yeah. And, I'm like, how can I turn this into something that 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 makes it worthwhile? You know, um, 
but it's when I quit thinking like that is when it actually happens. Yeah, you don't. You know, when, you plant, when, quit, when you plant, when you maybe that's something, part of the process too, but man. When you plant oh, a seed, sure. you don't put the seed in the ground and tomorrow come out and there's a plant there. The tree. Yeah, yeah exactly. and if it there is, time, you don't man. go. What the fuck? See, come on, <laughs> get your ass up. Yeah, what kind of kind of witchcraft? Yeah, you fucked up. See, <laughs> uh, the the wor- biggest word and the take home, uh, you know, or at least a takeaway from this, Jesse, is at least from Mel from the porch from No Simple Road, is gentle. Be gentle with Jesse. Yeah, that's all. No, you, you know, you know what? And, and kindness and gentleness is something that, like, I, I think it's. Uh, looked over when you're battling anything. anything. It's like, listen, it, 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 it's not as, as it it's up. not as poignant. It's not as poignant as a, as sharp as you're making it be. It's not an it's not a knife. It's not a this super sharp knife. It's something that can maybe cut some bread. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> you got to hold the bread you know? real stiff. It, it's a sculpting tool, not a not a murder weapon. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because exactly. I I feel like there should come a point where you talking about your mental illness is just the same way as you talking about like a B flat, or or even oh, just talking about right? like a broken arm. Like oh yeah, like I, that I, happened. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's not yeah. like anything well, to be ashamed well, of. You didn't shit yourself, and I'm, and you know. And I'm, and I'm getting better at it. And if you did, that. you and are. Especially especially talking to people who have either been through it or people who understand, people who are compassionate towards uh, humanity, which I, I, I think is is underlining the, the you know the thing that I care about the most. I want people to like me. I want yeah. I want to make people like themselves. I want I want to be around people that are that are coherent with it, you know and. And I think that mental, my mental health in particular has, has jaded me a little bit with like, well, you know, maybe this person thinks this way about me. Maybe I think this way about myself. Maybe, yep. you know, and I think kindness and gentleness, like you said, is like a very, it's almost like a deep breath when you're having a pen. Yeah, a very good, solid be, deep breath. Just being gentle is not judging you. It's not saying you don't do this or not to do this. Right. It's not any kind of a way. It's just like, oh, you're on the floor. I'm going to hold you with both hands on your arm to bring you up instead of grab you sure. by the shoulder and anchor you up. Pull yourself up That's by it. Your boots. Yeah, it's right. like, I'm going to help you. You're in this situation. I'm not saying you're not covered in mud, but I'm not, I don't care about that. I'm going to help you get to the shower and yeah. get we got a washing machine. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and you know what, man? Like I know that we're, we're just having a conversation on the phone. We just met and all that. But part of the thing with us and what we do with no simple road is, it's about connection it's an, and it's about community. And, you know, sure. it, it, if you need an ear, dude, we're all here. Yeah. And, and, you know what, and I get you it. You know what's fucked up is, is this is the most uh, podcast podcast I've ever done. <laughs> and, like, this is the most, this is obvious, uh, for sure the deepest I've ever gotten to any, like, psychological, emotional thing. Well, and thank you. I think it's because, I think it's because you guys are so uh, welcoming and understanding. Oh, yeah. And you guys, are, you. you guys are, Honestly, like I, I don't know you from Adam, uh, but I'm sitting in my car parked in this neighborhood that I don't belong in, and uh, this conversation's been laughing. It's weird, man. It's, it's weird. all good, man. But, and, man. And that's what that's it's all awesome. about. And and the way that you guys have a superpower when you play music to make people dance and have fun—that's kind of our little thing. That's that's us. Yeah, and feel that's accepted. What we do. Yeah, and, and well, I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, 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 the Netflix show The Good Place. No, um, but but if you, if you have, uh, it's about you know. And, and oh, with Ted, with Ted Dancing. Yeah, with Ted yes, Dancing. yes. So I've seen the, so yes. the. The whole premise is, is that there's a uh, 
there's a number system that happens in your life. And I'm not a super religious person by any means. Um, but I, I think about this show a lot where there's a number system. Every deed you do has a positive um, 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 interact or, you know, whatever number system or a negative number system. Okay. And, and I, I start to think about like, okay, when I start to doubt myself as a person, um, I go on stage and I, I look around and people are smiling. People are happy, you know, and, and whether I know it or not, like, like that number system is going up. Yeah, counting your you numbers. know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I like that. Uh, That's so solid. It, I like that a lot. It, it's something I think about and I know it's a fictional, whatever. And I, and I think about, you know, I, I battle with religion a lot. I battle with all this shit, but um, <laughs> I, I, I think the number situation is real. It's like, man, can I make, can I put my numbers in the positive today? That's can karma. I do, can you know? I do more wow. good than bad? That's wow. that's a solid yeah. way to live. I think I think this entire conversation yeah, boils down to love. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's what you're talking about is like, you're dude, the kind it, of person dude. that wants to spread that, man. <laughs> yeah, love, family. Dude, more, 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 more than you know, and like, there's a lot of times like, I've been called an asshole before because I'm, I'm a pretty introverted person by nature. Um, and, and I, a lot of times I don't know how to deal with a crowd after a show. Like I, I, I kind of just want to collect my thoughts. I kind of just want, you know, and a lot of times it maybe comes off cold. Um, and, and it, and it bums me the fuck out like more than it should probably. <laughs> I can relate to that but, big time, dude. Yeah. But, but, but I, I think the thing that I, I think about a lot is like, you're not going to like me more talking to me than you are going to like me yeah. on stage. Forcing me into <laughs> a conversation <laughs> isn't going to go well for anybody. I'm so with you on that. I'm so <laughs> and, and, and I only feel like my stock can go down. Yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah. You're absolutely. Like my, <laughs> my stock is going down every word you talk. And uh, it, it's a weird thing. And, and, and it's very attributed to anxiety and attributed to depression and all this shit. But, uh, yeah, it's weird, man. I, I, I really appreciate you guys. We appreciate uh, the you, too. The realness yeah, that you guys man. have. Yeah, dude. It, and, you know, uh, the fle- feeling and, is mutual. Uh, and I, I got to say, I yeah. haven't gotten to talk about pop punk on this show before. And thank you so much. <laughs> I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> it come up. What? Well, well I, I, I greatly appreciate you guys. And thank you for taking the time to talk. And uh, I yeah. think I'm going to go drink with you, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Right I was just going to say one last thing. I hope, hope to see you guys. I was looking at your schedule. You're going to be playing. We're here in Portland, Oregon. I see you're playing Wintergrass up in Washington in February. Yeah. But, well, we'll we got to make it up there. And if yeah, you, st- and hopefully if you, you guys make it, make it down to Portland sometime. And if you do, you guys got a place to stay, man. Yeah, if you guys got to drive through well, and stop uh, by. Hey, also, also in that same breath, if we are anywhere in your vicinity, Aaron, shoot me a text. You guys are in free forever. Thanks, um, man. Just, and just, I, I meant what me I know. said. I really did mean what I said, dude. If you need an ear and there's nobody around, hit me up, dude. I'm here. Yep. I, I appreciate that. Man, you guys were really easy to talk to. And, and it's you not too, very man. often I get to kind of unload a little bit and it, it was good for me uh all right brother uh, uh, tell, happy birthday to ryan happy man. birthday Go enjoy ryan yourself. yeah tell everyone else we <laughs> said exactly hi to right. we'll talk to you guys soon all man. right man all right hey love you guys so love much. you love too, you too man. man be well out there thanks jess thanks jess what is a city without its music the legacy of the new york philharmonic is incredible nearly two centuries of history that's a lot of music and a lot of stories i was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking I can't quite believe this is happening. 
Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil Story Made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts.
fucking rat, guys. Well done, family. Well How done. Can all the people we talk to be so cute. <laughs> because everyone's and get, cute. And get emotional. I love that the emotion. He's like, man, you're gonna make me cry. Man. Well, no one plan well, on, well, no one plan everyone on fucking that. needs I to I think hear we've that. all cried on the show. Hey, Multiple real quick times. PSA to every single human being out there. You deserve praise you deserve to be loved right. i don't give a shit how you feel right now you're fucking awesome yeah. and you deserve to know but, but something like him so it's like medicine if you don't want to take it it's hard to take but it's the best medicine take yep. the damn what praise. is well, take okay the damn seriously though like as we're talking self-doubt hang on i'm i'm thinking like every artist that i know is torments the fuck out of themselves in their head. I think that's, that's what drives them. every person. What is that? Forget about artists. Every single person out there torments themselves about I do they're it, not like, good enough. They're not smart enough. They should have did this. Why didn't I do that? I told you I was going to do this and you didn't. I, you can't even trust yourself. Oh and my like, God. I, and I, I said some stupid thing 16 years ago. And the, and oh I, the, yes. pressure, the pressure with being a musician or an artist or something like that. I've always wondered like he was talking about you're on stage, you're jamming. That's what you do. That's what people know. Then you come off stage like the conversation thing and it's still in a way of the people who are watching, like, like okay, continue to Continue jamming. Me. Yeah. yeah, continue to entertain me. You're the dude. You're the dude. Dance, Jester, dance. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't keep dancing. I'm exhausted. But that that thing is like, I think that like. I heard somebody say that the devil is all that doubt that comes, creeps in into your head. Remember Jesse just said how it backs you into a corner. But mm-hmm. here's the thing, like, even with No Simple Road, I'll get a email or a DM. And they're like, you know, you guys listening to you guys, I feel like I was there and, and thank you so much for what you're doing. It means so much. I blah, blah, you know, whatever it says. And 10 minutes later, I'm like, the show's going nowhere. You know, it, we're not really doing anything with it. Like, what the, f- like, what more do you want? I'm asking myself that question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what is it? What's the thing that's going to finally make me go? Oh yeah. Okay. Fine. Your head. There is you know? nothing. Yeah. It's. That is not an external thing that you're talking about. That is a internal, a rewiring of your own thought like, process. Oh, we did it. Yeah. She, that one thing. Well, like, remember when Jesse said, tonight, he, he said, right now, I feel like that. Maybe tomorrow you don't. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what, that's how quick our brains are. One day we're in the oh. red. Oh, and yeah. And then and I'm like, we're taking over the world. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'll, I'll also say the, uh, like, that is 100% true, but the opposite is also true. Like, are your thought pro you can change your thought process you can consciously choose to think differently than the way you think y- right it's, now it's, but it takes fucking time but also but when it's a condition but here's the thing with that you you don't know how deep that goes like sometimes yes the thing with that is uh, thoughts are not just thoughts on their own thoughts are connected to feeling on the inside of your consciousness right. yeah and so I can choose to think a different thought, but the emotion that's connect the feeling that's connected to the thought is still not there. I'm it's 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 like reading something out of a book or getting punched in the face. Yeah, I felt the punch in the face, but I just read about somebody getting punched in the face in the book. I didn't feel it. Yeah, the first four hundred times you think it, the first five hundred times. I'm saying this as someone who is put this into action like that's the fake fake it till you make it yeah like i 
am still dealing with depression every day of my life, but it used to be so bad. I could not hold a conversation. I could not look people in the eye. I couldn't. I remember. I And only every day, and I'm not saying this will work for everybody, but every day I would think differently about how I feel about the way about myself. You think differently and about the way you feel about how you feel. I, <laughs> yeah. I know that sounded convoluted, that but no, it, it's I, what I, I did. It. And no, I'm being serious. And for a while it didn't feel real and I would berate myself for that. And it wasn't until I started to forgive myself for that, that it started to work Well, over and over bit by bit every day. You know, just having the conversation is super important, dude. And Jesse, man, thank Jesse you. Was thank you for yeah, being so open you. and well, honest with us. Well, and, he said and he so was transparent. For the moment he you, was. Yeah, he from the moment you asked that. him about it, he just totally opened up, and that's where the rest of the conversation Yeah, I just felt went. like we were we were missing an opportunity I, to he, have And I think he needed that. Something real. Yeah. We he all needed, needed that. that. And, yeah. and I think a lot of people did. Like I was saying, like it's fucking hard to talk about that. He's a sh- like a strong dude. Even if it's just because that's how he is, just open about it. And Look, it really the more you talk about your health, I'm sorry, baby. It's but okay. the more you talk about your health, the more vulnerable you become. And it also really highlights the contrast between the way that we're seen and the way that we think about ourselves. That right there, we I see this, like I said, this soldier, badass. this badass motherfucker that's yeah. just soldiering through this this hard thing. But on the inside, he's in the fetal position. And so it really, it, it highlights for not just him and not just me or you guys, like all of us, there's a way that we think about ourselves. And then there's the way that things really are. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of times they're a lot different. What that just brings in, and I don't mean this to in really any kind of way, just more of like a thought thing. Like then what is what is real like which one of those Dude, things you're asking which, the wrong guy what's real which one of those things is real though like is real is the me being in the, in the fetal position in my head real or is there the way is everyone no else definition sees of real though yeah you're right the, I mean, <laughs> yeah who's writing the, the code that's like the talking about like this song means this to everybody no everything is up for interpretation spaghetti and tastes like pizza oh you fucked me up why would you even say that <laughs> <laughs> maybe tasty wheat tastes like chicken you. I don't know. All right. Well, wow. That was heavy and Old that salt was fantastic. fantastic. That took a little, like we said, again, this took a little while to set up for you listeners. We were supposed to have done this a couple times. There was a cancellation. First time our equipment was fucked up. It was us up. the first time. It, yeah, they, and it then screwed they had, up a couple times. Yeah, but shit's when it, it happens. Happened when, exactly. shit mar- when shit marinates for a while, yeah, comes who knows? out really fucking good. We wouldn't have had that great conversation that yeah. first time. And you never marinating. know. There's something behind the scenes that I want to say. Uh gigantic thank you to someone um emily uh she is responsible for a lot of the content that you guys have been hearing lately she's yeah. she's really helped emily, us emily shout out and we speak name. i i emily i want you to know if you hear this that everybody sitting here really fucking appreciates yeah, you're you. a fucking badass thank you for for helping us and for helping to make this show better and great and to give us the opportunity to do the things that we're doing and it it means a lot to us and it's not lost out there it it 
it really is something special, and I appreciate you. It's very so. special. It's because of her that this happened tonight. You can put also put that you are a therapist, Emily, because <laughs> this was like <laughs> a therapist by that, proxy. And you're, you're we, we owe Emily a care package too, by the way. So, all right, guys, everybody out there, you know what? You're rad, and you're fucking killing it. Mm-hmm. And, and don't when somebody it. gives you a compliment, you take that. Just shit. Take yeah, it. take it, man. Just say thanks. You don't know Thank when you'll you. get right another on. one. Tuck it, tuck it in your pocket Even for like, later. Take it is aggressive. Accept you deserve it. it. Yeah, accept, accept it. Like you deserve that shit. That's yours. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah, you and don't gotta take it. Take like, it. Steal it. And run away with it. No, <laughs> hide around no, the corner with it. Throw it at somebody when they walk. That's by. I am a badass. <laughs> Fuck you. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, you can do that too. Feel free. Own mm-hmm. it. And hey, I, I want to ask all of you a favor. Can you please tell somebody else about the show that doesn't know about it? Yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. If you have anyone in your life that you would even think like, hey, this one episode, I'd like this one. They'd like this one episode. Like. Turn them on to that one episode. Yeah, there's a whole list of No Simple Roads. This will be a hundred. That's a great idea, writer. Episodes out there. So yeah. great idea. Because sometimes people are like, yeah, I'm not really into jam bands, but maybe we did an interview. Maybe we did Joe Roberts, an author, yeah, comedian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Absolutely. or well, you like a cool story, like the when we have done, yeah, you know, the, the solo episodes, yeah, or, or so, yeah, a trip report. Yeah, and so if you're listening to this and this is a new episode because you were listening to Old Salt Union. Um, Maybe check out our backlog and and check it out. See what we've done because we've done some really interesting stuff. And if you're listening and you dig the show, leave us a five star review yeah. on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show on Spotify. Share the show with your friends. You know, follow us on Instagram and all the social media. If spots. you wanna, if you wanna like rent one of those like planes to fly over the cities, it says listen to No Simple Road. That'd be really cool fucking cool. Awesome. Yep. And last but not least. Head over to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and help support the show. Sign up and become a Chan donator. There's different tiers and you get swag and we got t-shirts up on the website under the gear tab and sweatshirts and my sister-in-law just showed up. Hi, Jesse. Hello, Jesse. Oh my All gosh, right. and she looks so, so we're gonna go. Okay. We love you guys. We'll see you next week with more stuff. Remember, hydrate and safety third. Take a walk down no simple and, road. And be and nice to each other. Beautiful. And be fucking you're nice to yourself. Don't, Bye, be, don't be rude. We love you. Be sweet. Jesse, we love yeah, you. Yeah, we got to go say hi now. Later, Jesse.
I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now.